Apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. And this week, it's an emergency broadcast. It's an emergency. It's an emergency. <laughs> There's been an emergency going on for two fucking years now. Yeah, someone needs to change the bulb. <laughs> someone fucking does. And we're going to talk about Brexit. Someone needs to the, change... The elephant in the room that's been here for two years, let's face it. Someone needs to change the settings back to, uh, like, non-farcical. Yeah. Yes. At, the, at the moment, someone's flicked it over from realistic simulation to, like, farcical <laughs> yeah. comedy simulation. Yeah. Dark comedy. Yeah, very dark comedy. We're living in a fucking Black Mirror episode. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll try and keep it, Charlie. Won't we? <laughs> no promises on the jolliness. <laughs> well, it was as to be fair, the majority of our listeners usually uh, most months come from the states. So if you're over there thinking, "What the fuck is a Brexit?" Well, hopefully we're going to um, explain that to you because I think it's fair to say my co-host Mike and Ben, uh, you follow politics fairly closely, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Not like point. anally like obsessed, but you follow it fairly closely. Whereas I tend to try and avoid it like the fucking plague, so I'm pretty <laughs> clueless as to what the fuck is going on and what any of this means. So we'll try and decipher it, and you can learn along with me, listener, if you're not, you know, and if you're a British person, and you're sick of it like we are, well, we're also going to uh, relieve some pressure maybe today, because yeah. we're going to call some people some cunts probably, aren't we? More than likely. Yeah. I, but I will try and remain impartial. <laughs> 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 Have you got all BBC all of a sudden? Because <laughs> I pay me a wage. Oh, you dream of them. I'm turning down your microphone later on. <laughs> you don't know how. <laughs> yeah, we should know that you voted to remain, didn't you, Ben? I did. Oh, we said leave then. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Gaz both abstained. <laughs> Um, when you say abstained, it makes it sound like I was doing it on purpose. <laughs> it was more of a case of when was the vote? Oh fuck! Ah, there's no way we're gonna leave. <laughs> Flash forward to the result being announced, and I was like, no. I was genuinely horrified. You would have voted Remain then, and you just forgot. I would have definitely voted Remain. Yeah, because remember at the time, like I was travelling to Italy like three or four times a year um, to see my friend. So, and at that point, when the vote was on, it, I, as far as I knew, it would have been continuing before I met my lovely partner. So I definitely wanted to stay in, if only for, I didn't want to have to go in a different queue all of a sudden at the airport. I didn't want it getting all difficult at the airport. So for them, simplistic reasons, I would have definitely... But I just missed it, you know, life got in the way. And now, my life is going to crumble <laughs> before my very fucking eyes. <laughs> Apparently and allegedly. Worst case scenarios, yeah, yeah. To be fair, I purposely abstained, but you know. Oh well. Looking at looking at the recent events, I wish I'd voted Remain. Wouldn't make much difference, but would have helped my conscience perhaps a bit better. Was it landslide? <laughs> no, was, no, it was incredibly oh, close. So it really would have mattered. Like a if... million or two votes. Or yeah, I can tell you if you like before we jump into okay. it, before we jump into a bit the bit of weird news we've got that's related to Brexit. Out of an electorate of approximately forty-six and a half million people, 
There was a 72% turnout. Shit. The Leave side winning with 17,410,742 votes, which was 51.9. And Remain got 16,141,241 votes, which was 48.1. Interestingly, that the majority of the votes in England and Wales were for Leave, whereas Scotland and a good chunk of Northern Ireland elected to stay. So I really, I, I should have been more motivated. I just thought, honestly, there's no way, never in a million months of Sundays, is there more people who actually think we should leave. I was wrong though, wasn't I, <laughs> about a million? Yeah, it was very yeah. close, and in fact, certain members of the leave camp before the result mm. had said that there might need to be a second referendum because it's that close, and they were thinking they were going to lose, everything showed they were going to lose at this point. Uh, it was a last late surge. Uh, all um, those old people found their fucking Zimmer frames yeah. and made it to the office. Yeah. And you know they said, "Oh well, if it's um fifty one, if it's fifty one and um, forty eight, then um, should be be another rec another referendum because it's too close." They didn't change their minds when they won. That was yeah. that was fine. No, they might lose. They would have screamed the house down for another one. I might be jumping ahead just ever so slightly, but in all the commotion that's happened in the last few days, is there still? A chance there might be another referendum. Well, we'll get into all that later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's an option yeah. on the table. But, uh. Right, so let's do the bit of weird news yeah. we've got. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. This is an RT. Hacker group releases the 9-11 papers, says the future leaks will burn down the US deep state. Have you heard about this? Mm, vaguely. I saw the headline. The Dark Overlord Hacker Group. God, they're a bunch of fucking nerds. That's such a cool name, oh, though. Dark <laughs> Overlord. It sounds a bit Dungeons and Dragons to me. I don't know. And supporting Iron Maiden. Dark Overlord! Well, nah, doesn't um, work. It's trying too hard. We are Dark Overlord! It's trying too hard. We're here to melt your faces! Yeah, it's, like, it's like the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy 2 who calls himself Taserface because he thinks it's really cool but everyone just laughs at him. Yeah, I guess. Okay. I mean, it's just, it's a better name than like, they, there could be worse names for a hacker group is all I'm saying. It could be. It could be. The Knob Jockeys? <laughs> <laughs> So we're all in agreement with the name, but we're calling the knob jockeys, alright? I'm not sure. I prefer Dark Overlord. No, no, knob jockeys it is. How about That's democracy for you, it's 51 to 48. Oh, man. That's, that's, that's the Brexit vote summed up. Call your band Dark Overlord or the knob jockeys. Rock or hard place? Um, so, the Dark Overlords, what have they been up to? They've released decryption keys for 650 documents it says are related to 9-11. Unless a ransom is paid, it threatened with more leaks that will have a devastating consequences for the US deep state. So it says they're related to 9-11? Yes. Are they related to 9-11? Does anyone well, know? It could be like... Are they just saying? They're saying that, yeah. Well, they they want money. Some, and it is mm. a little bit related to 9-11. Mm. Okay. But whether... The rest of it is is as damning as they say. He's open right. to interpretation, isn't it? Release the documents, Dark Overlord. Do it for society, not for money. Yeah. You fuckers. Uh, they're not hacktivists. 
Oh, they're just hackers. Yeah, they just do it for the money. Well, hack banks and steal it then, you fucking fuckers. It's all electric. I want to know the 9-11 truth. Yeah. Can jet fuel melt steel beams? <laughs> I don't know. Well, no, we're being, the, the world is being held to ransom by these... A bunch of Dungeons and Dragons yeah. playing nerds. Give them what they want. Or don't know, don't give them what they want. So they release the papers, yeah? Is that what I'm... They've released some of them, yeah. And they're threatening to release more if we don't pay them. So don't pay them. Let's get the documents released. I don't yeah. care if society crumbles. At least we'll know the truth. Follow the money. Why were people betting on the shares would drop? Yeah. For the airlines, somebody do something is my alleged... Look, I'm, I haven't got my tinfoil hat on. I'm sorry. Let's move on. What yeah. did the hacktivists do? Act fucker. Hacktivists. Um, the group <laughs> announced uh, a tiered compensation plan in which the public could make Bitcoin payments to unlock the troves of documents. A day later, the Dark Overlord said that they'd received more than 12,000 in Bitcoin, enough to unlock Layer 1 and several checkpoints composed of over 650 documents in total. There are four more layers that remain encrypted, and according to the group, each layer contains more secrets, more damaging materials, and generally just more truth. Shit, it sounds a bit like a pyramid scheme. Mm, doesn't it? it does, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty genius if it fucking... I know who I can make money off, all these fucking dumb conspiracy fucks. I'll have them fucking cocks raging hard with 650 fake documents. All you've got to do is put a fucking logo no. in the corner, haven't you? It's, it's really, I bet the first day is really mundane stuff, like the janitor's schedule <laughs> on the day. The janitors were told to have the day off. They knew something. You know, the, the transcript between the car parking attendant and uh, mm. a policeman. Something stupid. It's nothing stuff. <laughs> and then the next layer is like... It's like them subscriptions, oh, isn't yeah. it? You know, where they issue what, like with... Collect the full Batman series. With each issue, you get a different Batmobile. Yeah. Issue one, one ninety nine. Yeah, so they sell shitloads of copies of that. And then issue two is like fourteen ninety nine, and yeah. there's three hundred issues yeah. till you've got the complete set, and you fucking end up subscribing, and then forget about it, and they keep taking the money. I'm speaking from experience. We <laughs> gonna have a nice new comic. Yeah, but then you move, and like the comics don't get delivered to you, and you forget about it, and then you decide to check because I'm not the most, you know vigilant with my records and my this might come as some surprise to you I don't keep much paperwork you actually decide to check your fucking look at your statement and realise they're still taking the fucking money <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had comics for months off these people how many payments have they had <laughs> yeah so you cancel it I'm saying that's like 9-11 yeah <laughs> <laughs> well in many ways <laughs> no it's like this scheme this is a pyramid scheme I'd love to believe it's true but it sounds like a scam. Mm. Well, like, you know, it's, it sounds like Scientology. So, uh, if they don't get the money, mm. are they just not going to release it then? I guess, yeah, I had it the wrong way around. I thought they were saying, either pay us and we won't release them, but they're actually saying pay and you get different, la you know. And I imagine, it said there, didn't it, they want how many million to I get to the top layer? I think that they've offered the US to buy it, the US deep state or whatever, mm. Yeah. and then if they pay the whole thing, then they can have it and their secrets are kept. Yeah. But if not, they're going to release it to the public because the public obviously can't oh, so they raise that much money straight away. So they'll they, drip feed it as the money comes in. Yeah, so they have like a GoFundMe basically. Yeah. This is a GoFundMe. Get to this level, I'll give you this. Yeah, so yeah. basically saying to the US, either you pay me or we'll get the money off the citizens and they'll have the truth. Yeah, either way they're getting paid. Either way they're getting paid. It's, and it's genius a, really. Yeah, and it says the document dump 
is one of 18,000 documents that they have related to 9-11 from, did it say, insurance companies, agencies, yeah. and law firms, government agencies. So, wow, 10 gigabytes of data. Yeah. Wow. Well, this is pretty cool, actually. Shame with the name. Ah, oh, come on. I think you're being a bit hard. I don't. <laughs> Dark Overlord. That's trying too hard. What should they be called then? Like? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever, whatever name they feel best represents the interests of their group. Dark Overlords. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very like trying too hard, nor like goth band. Yeah, yeah, I think that might be the point though. Do you think they're making? They're calling themselves like that, the ironically. I do. Why do they call? It, I don't know. Satan's bitches. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was just trying to think of a worse name. Oh yeah, in this day and age. <laughs> These purple bearded hackers would be upset with that. Yeah. Don't assume our gender. <laughs> I'll hack you. <laughs> You've got no money to fucking take that. That's me. what I was thinking. <laughs> fucking hack me, what are you gonna get? You're gonna, you're gonna get a bad subscription to a comic book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't get delivered because their fucking address is wrong now. <laughs> <laughs> so the public have had the layer one documents right. and if authentic they do not appear to contain any explosive revelations oh, the publications focus mostly on testimonies from airport security and details concerning insurance payouts to parties affected by the 9-11 attacks however the data dump suggests that the group is not bluffing they have something Oh, maybe, but maybe it could be all bollocks. Yeah, it could be all. It could be all bollocks. This is an amazing scheme, though, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It is, I'm... and they've got to be good to have the bollocks to taunt the government and know that they can cover their tracks against the government's, you know, computer searchy tech. Do you know what I mean? Like to have the balls to sit at home going, yeah, fuck oh, you, yeah. government, pay me, bitch. Yeah, they had Lloyd's of London, oh. his cocks, insurance firms. Silverstein Properties, which own the World Trade Center complex and various government Ooh. agencies. I smell fucking something fishy. Apparently, they infamously leaked an entire season of Netflix Orange is a New Black last year after a ransom was not met, so they've got previous. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, so they hacked Netflix. And Netflix has got mad money, man. You'd think they'd yeah. have some good, you know, defenses. I want to join Dark Overlord. I'm not very good on computers, but maybe I can... You can make the tea. Yeah, you can make the tea for all you fucking fat geeks. I'm sorry, I mean, all, all, all you computer experts. I could run to the shop to get you, like, deodorant and... Toilet paper. Toilet paper. And, uh, A new plastic bucket. Some, some self-respect. Um, I mean, <laughs> just let me work for you. I want to be part of Dark Overlord. Just because I want you to steal stuff from Netflix for me. He just make a busting cupper to be fair. <laughs> Steal him some films. <laughs> and then I get cocky one day and I'm like, instead of films, do you think you could put some money in my account? Because you don't got, fucking you, you guys don't actually pay me. Yeah. Just like a couple of extra zeros in the old bank account of Rooney, you know? And they fucking kneecap me. <laughs> Leaves and die in the yeah. desert. Well, they, well, they won't because they don't leave the house. That's very true. <laughs> Like order a hitman. Yeah. He's the dark webbed order a hitman. I bet, do, I think. I bet they got tubs of acid. Well, that's a horrible way for me to go. Are they going to kill me first? Well, I imagine so. <laughs> I hope. Yeah, I hope so. Fuckers, just let me join you, Dark Overlord. 
otherwise. Or maybe they all sit there at their computers in like gimp outfits. Like, <laughs> there's all like bondage gear everywhere. There's one of them in the middle dressed as the dressed as the the, the, the dark overlord, yeah. whipping them and hacking fast enough. Hack! Hack! <laughs> <laughs> well, who can say? In one multiverse, that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have joined. So anyway. What do you think? Bullshit or no bullshit? Yeah, you, you never know with these hacking groups, do you? If they've got the power to fucking hack Netflix, they could hack anybody. Should be able to hack the US government. Well, apparently their defences aren't that great. That's what I mean, yeah. yeah. Fuck. If what is... Oh, what was that guy's name from uh, Scotland who got solar warden out? Gary McKinnon. Gary, if he can Gary do it, McKinnon. sat on his auntie's girlfriend's auntie's yeah. computer in Scotland, then what can these boys do? Exactly, yeah. Dark overlord. There's at least, you know, it's nice you've got friends, that's what mm. I'm saying. They're not shut-ins, it's nice you've got friends. <laughs> that they talk to over the internet and never actually meet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, even virtual friends. <laughs> it's better than nobody. I mean, let's face it, all right, they're hacking the government. But mm. they could go on a fucking shooting spree. That's true. They could turn into those insults. I don't know if they have yeah. hacked the government, they've been hacking law firms, haven't they? Well, it's government well, agencies. Insurance, yeah. insurance. Well, I suppose that's where you find the dirt in a way, don't you? Because you'll see follow the transfer the money, yeah. the money. Follow the money. They did yes. say government agencies. I did there. Yeah, yeah. 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 So them as well. Yeah. Well, I, I, I hope it's just not a big, intelligent, clever, genius scam. I hope they do actually have some dirt, and we will yeah. actually find out the truth. I guess we wait for level two. I, I would love rich people of the world to pull your fingers out and just take a gamble on this and pay. So the fuck get the fucking level one, and we find out. Someone try and verify these documents, if at all possible. I guess I don't know. What I'm saying is, you do the hard way, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll sit there and read it. Yeah, we don't expect us to contribute. We've got no money. Exactly. You are the fact checker, and the doer of the things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buy them, tell us what's in it. We'll tell them what's in it. We'll do an episode on it. Yeah. Boom. So, yeah, good luck to them. Yeah. Dark Overlords! <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> Next one, please. Next one. <laughs> oh, lovely. Can someone say that number for me? Okay. <laughs> Global debt hits all time high of 184000000000000. That's. I, I think it's a trillion. It's 12 zeros after the 184. Tell you what, keep talking, I'll do some online research. So, how many zeros was it? 12? Yeah. It's trillion. It's trillion. Oh. Yeah, I read it. 184 trillion. Wow. Apparently, the world's debt currently stands at um, exceeding $86,000 a person, so we all owe 86 grand, yep. technically. Yep. On average. Wow. Shit. I don't own quite that. I'll tell you something that'll blow your mind now. In the, times, below. in the ancient times, they used to cancel debt mm -hmm. like every 50 years, basically when a new king ah. cancelled debt because they knew the levels of inequality were harmful to, the, to society. So when a new king came in, the first thing he did was, was cancel all debt, start again. Ah. And it well, was on average about 50 years. So why did we stop doing that? You tell me, Ben. But if you're really no, I want you to tell me. <laughs> Sorry, I asked you. Well, because obviously the people that are loaning money, they've got debts. That can you the people that who are system, issuing the debts? Oh, the debts don't, they want the money to keep coming in. Yeah, they're money. making more and more money yeah. and more and more money, aren't they? So, so they don't want to stop the, the level of debt out. They'll. Oh, so you mean they the, the king off? 
Well, I imagine he was probably uh, assassination target, wasn't he, surely? Yeah, them bankers, them Templars. Yeah. Could you use the system though and just be like, look, this all gets writ off in 50 years, so I'll borrow as much as I can, you borrow as much as you can, son, you just keep borrowing. I yeah, suppose the is, when you can't pay back, they still come like ancient bailiffs and take your house, don't they? Yeah, you're taking that chance. If the king's dying, you know he's ill, then fucking oh, yeah, then, then, then. I think they what may put it? the kibosh on that if they know he's dying, though. Yeah, because... Like, no, all loans are cancelled. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, no one, no one will be loaning, will they? No one will be loaning. <laughs> yeah. 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 Got, I want a million pounds off you, please. Oh, the king's about to uh, yeah, but if the king... it, so <laughs> no. Yeah. But in them days, if the king's about 50... You know, he's fucking yeah. past his fucking... He's dead <laughs> the thing is, 50 years, that's more than your life expectancy anyway. That's what I mean, so if you're some peasant who's borrowed a bit of money and he's just paying uh, yeah. it back... Unless, tell unless, your unless they have a, a king just drop off, sort of, yeah. he falls off his horse and... Yeah, you want to be born, you want to be born, sort of... You're only living to 30, yeah. aren't you? You want to have a son as well. You want to tell <laughs> your son, look, lad, he'll be dead. I'll die before the king, but then he'll die before you. <laughs> my debt will come to you but just keep borrowing more more and more and more and then as soon as that king's dead you don't fucking have any of it back mm. and build stuff with it stuff yeah. that you can then rent out whorehouses become a pimp <laughs> sell the medieval equivalent of crack cocaine whatever it is that you've got to do just turn that money into more money and abuse the system that's what I'm saying is why it might have stopped maybe, maybe but, but it's certainly not. worth having a conversation about it isn't mm. it it's only made up yeah and it, you know what I mean it's all yeah. bullshit can you just give everyone like in that case then? Don't give them anyone debt. It's all it's all made up, yeah. Mm. Let's keep the monetary system. But every twenty years, why everyone ten million quid? Because all of that destroy the value of everything. <laughs> yeah. And it'll just crumble, and we'll have well, to pay a million pound for a loaf of bread. Yeah. Well, like yeah. In some of the yeah. weird country. Yeah. Good, quite a good answer. But, I suppose um, we could just keep everything, try and keep everything the same, and just give it away. That's what just we, give that's, me like a tenner every now and then. I'll be happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we need a resource-based economy. We don't need it. Oh, here we go. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> Star Trek. Uh, <laughs> yep. So yeah, is there any more to this story? Yeah, if Picard's doing with it, I'm, I'm all off on for it, man. Well, he's got a new series coming out, and he old Picard. Yeah. I see someone's wrote his autobiography. Weirdly. Yeah. Look, like we've, we've had this discussion many times before. Yes, he is probably the best captain, but James T. Kirk would knock him out in a bar fight. So that's why I want James T. Kirk as my captain. I'd rather action come back alive. Captain. I want action captain. I want to come back alive, not, I can't help it. Not fucking Shakespeare captain. I want Shakespeare captain. Oh, fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, James Tiberius Kirk, man. Yeah, well. The clues in the name, Tiberius. <laughs> Get out. I'm not saying it wouldn't be more fun with Kirk. <laughs> but at the same time, I'd like to come back on mission. Hey, how many red shirts did Picard lose? I bet not that many. Why are you saying I'm going to be a red shirt? I'm going to be one of the... You're going to be head of astronavigation, are you? <laughs> is a janitor a red shirt? Yeah, probably oh, be a red shirt. You're the lowest rank on the ship, doors was as bad as a sacrificial red shirt. I am not the lowest ranked officer on this ship. Uh, uh, well, you know, Kirk's best. Anyway, that was a fucking, that was a tangent. Uh, anyway, we're all in a lot of debt. Yep. 184 trillion. It's a bit shit there. Yeah. 86 grand each. Yeah. How are we going to pay it back? I don't think we ever will. What's well, going to happen then? Well, this is because of the next article. We're all just going to live in perpetual debt. Like oh, slaves to the dollar. Yeah. What's it say? <laughs> One in five millennials with debt expected to die without ever paying it off. That's life, man. Um, the average millennial aged 18 to 34 had about 36 grand in personal debt, excluding home mortgages last year, according to... Northwestern Mutual's 2018 Planning and Progress Study. 
And apparently that will feel both crushing and endless. It does. Trust me. <laughs> Basically, those aged 18 to 37... 60% of them. Yeah. Uh, don't know when or if they'll ever be able to pay it off. Well, that does suck. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I just go bankrupt. Actually, you know what? That's, uh, I know a guy that did that. Mm. But uh, he realised he didn't have the uh, necessary 500 quid. Oh fuck, you do it. It's ridiculous, isn't it? I want to go bankrupt. It's 500 quid. I'm bankrupt, you cunt. So all his debt would have been... That's why I want to go bankrupt. So he's going to go bankrupt. And then he was like, oh shit, I want to get that 500 quid. And then he realised there was a credit card in one of the kitchen cupboards. And he also realised that he had 500 quid on it. So he paid my credit card to go bankrupt and paid the debt off, paid off. There you go. It just shows you the fucking futility of the entire fucking system, doesn't it? I'm going to use this pretend money to transfer to them, you know, that never existed anyway, to pay off so I can fucking free myself from some of the debt. I considered bankruptcy at one point in my life. I'm not... Things have vastly improved since then, but... It was one of the options, but it wasn't the option for me, basically. But they had to tell me about it, because legally they have to give you every option when you're yeah. getting debt advice. The thing that put me off was it was like, oh, yeah, it only lasts for, like, I think it was five years or it might be ten years or something like that. But it's like, you might not even be able to get any bank account then. Like they, There are banks that will give you a bank account, uh, but you have to pay them for the privilege. It's, it's like you're sort of like a 10 or 15 quid a month yeah. kind of thing to have a bank account with well, I just found that insane. It's like, oh, you can get one of the post office, apparently might give you one. I was like, fuck, so I'd have nowhere for my wages to go anyway, so that would be, that's not the fucking option. But what more people need to be aware of is you could just contact these companies and go, I can't afford this anymore. I can afford this much. Mm-hmm. And they fucking take it. Of course. Yeah. Because everything, every debt is a risk. Yeah. The risk is that those people might not pay it back. Yeah, yeah. It's a gamble they take, yeah, isn't it? Gamble they take. Most of the time, people pay back and they, that's how they make yeah, A lot of people don't, it. and the, the companies, they sell it off mm. 10%, 10 pennies on the pound to yeah. the debt collection agency. Well, that's it. Well, I'm paying them yeah. now. It's going to take me a long time to pay them off, but fuck it. They're not, the interest's frozen, the letters have stopped, the pressure has stopped, yeah. the feeling in my chest at yeah. night of it's like, horrible, fuck, what have I done? What is, the All point, though? what is the point of having this system if it's just punishing like 50% of the population, maybe yeah. more? I mean, yeah. I spent that money and had a fucking good time with it, and I suppose by rights, the, the agreement is you pay it back, but they're charging a ridiculous amount of interest on it. Just think, and, you know... And it never existed in the first place. We're in this world, we can have any system we want. We choose this, yeah. which is destroying lives and killing mm, people yeah. and... Stress. And all it's doing is, is, is just making the rich richer. And stress. That's all that happens. Yeah. Inequality grows, more problems in society, society falls apart. People do something stupid like vote for Brexit. Stress is one of the most yeah, well, unhealthy things a person can have. And fucking vast majority of the people live with it all day, every day, because of shit like this. And then fucking now you throw the uncertainty of Brexit. I mean, even our good fucking conservative friend, old Mr. Uh, Jeremy Clarkson, had a good point of the day. Because he's actually, you'd expect him to be leave, wouldn't you? You would, yeah. And he's he, has, he, has, he has been quite a Eurosceptic in the past. But he is definitely remain, because he's like, look already named like three, I can't remember which, but three car firms which have all, in anticipation of Brexit, moved factories yeah. abroad, which you could completely understand where they're coming from. But literally thousands of people have lost their livelihoods 
already. Yeah, and it hasn't even happened. Yeah, because of this fucking political football that's being kicked about. That's real people, and that was the the angle he was coming at it from, which actually did surprise me because I expected him. Even as this, there was an interview with James May the other day, and he was like, "Oh, he's he was talking about Clarkson." He said he's seen as the anti-establishment one, the rebel one. He's like, he's a fucking basically a fucking, you know, he's the most establishment right-wing conservative like man you could imagine. He went to a public school for fuck's sake. Oh yeah, it's true. But he's a leave, uh, no, a remainer. And then somebody else who shot me, Bruce Dickinson. From the legendary Iron Maiden, who I fucking love, he's a leave guy. You'd think he'd be more wanting it because he wouldn't have to queue for hours to get through the fucking visa control <laughs> when he's on tour in Europe. Yeah, well, I don't know if that affects somebody as rich as I'm. I'm sure Iron Maiden paid to a. They start to, to pay for visas, which would come out of oh, their yeah, yeah, profits. But I'm sure they'd have to go and get in the queue, is what I'm saying. No, they, 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 be, be. they probably have to pay more to get that kind yeah, of treatment yeah. than they did before. It just shocked me. You'd think of him, you know, rock and roll, but. He's got his reasons as well, I can't remember what they are. But we'll get into that, won't we? Because you said you're going to be a... What's it? Impartial. Impartial. I need to know... I need a sensible explanation of, like, you know, why are so many people against the EU? Because I don't know enough about it at all. All I know is I see that sign everywhere, funded by EU, on my travels for work. I'm like, oh, that's good, yeah. they built a bridge. Well, look, this video will hopefully explain it. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. I think we've slipped seamlessly into Brexit now. Yes, we're going to start Brexit. Weird news is over. We're starting Brexit. Yeah. The State of the Nation address. And here's our good friend, David, alleged pig fucker Cameron. Yeah. It's a video from the Wall Street Journal back in 2016. It's perfect because it just explains everything before up until... Brexit 101. I need this. Yeah. I'm for the British people to have their say. It is time for us to settle this question about Britain and Europe. Should the United Kingdom remain in or leave the European Union? That's the question the British public will decide by vote on June 23rd. So why is this happening? Some Brits are unhappy with the UK's relationship with the EU. They say the bloc has outgrown what they viewed as its original purpose as a trading zone, and that Brussels has too much influence over British life. Under pressure from some members of his own Conservative Party, and threatened by the rise of the anti-EU UK Independence Party, Prime Minister David Cameron promised to hold a referendum on the issue, if he won last year's general election. So what is the EU? The European Union is an economic and political union between 28 European countries. The organization's policy reach spans areas from trade, security, justice and migration, to health, environment and climate. As a member of the European Union, the UK is subject to EU legislation. But to actually put it into action, the UK may require its own parliament to pass new or amended legislation. So what's at stake? Britain's exit from the EU, or so-called Brexit, could have an impact on Britain's economy, trade, security, migration, and also on the EU's 27 other member states. But could is the key word. No country has ever left the modern EU, so there are a lot of unknowns about what the UK's future would look like in the event of a Brexit. Mr Cameron is spearheading the push to convince voters to remain. Let me be clear. Leaving Europe would threaten our economic and our national security. 
EU membership gives the UK, the world's fifth largest economy, access to Europe's so-called single market, which allows people, goods and services to move around as if the member states were one country, with some remaining barriers. Those who want to leave Europe cannot tell you if British businesses would be able to access Europe's free trade single market, or if working people's jobs are safe, or how much prices would rise. All they're offering is a risk at a time of uncertainty, a leap in the dark. Supporting the Remain campaign are the leaders of almost all British political parties, many large businesses that operate in the UK, and some international leaders. Our focus is in negotiating with a big bloc of the European Union to get a trade agreement done. And UK is going to be in the back of the queue. Those campaigning for Britain's departure include some senior figures within the Conservative Party, the most prominent being former London Mayor Boris Johnson. It is not we who have changed, it is the EU that has changed out of all recognition. And to keep insisting that the EU is about economics is like saying that the Italian Mafia is interested in olive oil and real estate. The Leave campaign argues that EU membership is costly and imposes burdensome regulation on business. They also say being a member of the EU limits the UK's ability to curb immigration, because EU citizens have the right to live and work in any EU country. That is the choice on June the 23rd. It is between taking back control of our money or giving a further 100 billion pounds to Brussels before the next election, between deciding who we want to come here to live and work, or letting the EU decide. So what do the British people think? British public opinion is divided on the issue, so an outcome is hard to predict. In the event the UK votes to stay, the British public will likely still have an appetite for further changes to the UK's relationship with the EU. And in the event the UK votes to leave, a divorce wouldn't be immediate. The UK and the rest of the EU would need to hash out everything from its trade arrangements to what happens to Europeans living in Britain. And these negotiations would likely take years. So there you have it. Yep, and the vote happened. The vote happened on the um, 23rd of June 2016. That was nearly three years ago. Is it that long ago? Yeah. Yep. <sighs> so the immediate aftermath mm -hmm. is David Cameron resigned the following morning after the vote. Did he? Yep. Fuck Theresa May won the. Oh, that's how she got in? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember, because yeah. there was a bit of time where I was proud, because I didn't know who the Prime Minister was. <laughs> I remember finding out it was her and thinking, I should have known about that. It's kind of a big deal, the second female Prime Minister, isn't it? Yeah. Well, she came in on the 13th of July, 2016. She won the Tory... Uh the Tory leadership contest. She was foreign se uh, home secretary before, wasn't she? Yeah. Um, also what does campaigned. The home sec what does the home secretary do? Deals with the stuff domestically. Yeah, prisons. Yeah. Under her control. Um, Law and order. Immigration. immigration. Fair enough. Fair enough. So yeah. she was, you know. Probably the number three. After, oh. after the chancellor. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That other defence in it. Yeah. I suppose it depends if we're at war or not. But yeah. Um, so she's not Riker, 
commander. <laughs> no, she's more of a. Um, who was number three on the like Enterprise? Wolf. Would it be Wolf? Wolf. Riker? Oh, he had security, security, wasn't he? Yeah, so yeah. he'd be defense secretary. Yeah, he would. I'd have Wolf as defense secretary. <laughs> I don't know. This is a shit analogy. Yeah. Though, so. <laughs> I don't know Star Trek enough. Neither do I. She's yeah. number three. Yeah, I get that. I'm not that stupid. <laughs> And on the 29th of March, she triggers Article 50, which starts the clock on the process of the UK leaving the EU, and that is a two-year negotiation process. But it can be extended. Can be extended if a deal can't be reached. Is that likely what's going to happen? Probably. That's my... Okay. That's my hunch. Okay. But it could be anything we don't... That's the thing. There's so many... Mm. We'll get into it later, the different scenarios, yeah. different yeah. paths we can get down. Okay. Yeah. Right, so, on the um, 8th of June, uh, having surprised many, oh, it was 2017, sorry, having surprised many by calling a general election, Mrs May loses her majority in Parliament. Now, this was massive at the time. It was. Because Labour came very close to triggering a massive upset, and they did yeah. achieve a massive upset. She was leading in the polls by, what was it, 20%? Or something, something like that, 40 to 60, something daft like that. It was crazy. Labour at the lowest for a long time. Yeah, well, there have been all internal leadership struggles. Yeah, and trying to host Corbyn. Yeah, and... we voted in that, didn't we? No. Hang on. To vote Corbyn. I've just thought of something, sorry, that I need, because like I said, I'm the fool here who needs this explaining. Mr. Cameron, the stuff I've seen on Facebook and Twitter, like, you know, there's people saying, oh, pig where's, fucker. where's that? <laughs> yeah, but where's that pig fucking cunt? Alleged. Pig fucking cunt. He started this. And he's fucked off, but all them clips there, he was he was saying, I don't want this. But is it, are they pissed off that the very next day he just went, fuck this, well, he lost and resigned? I know, but he lost the, the, the Brexit thing, but then he didn't yeah. have to resign, though, the next day, did he? He could have carried on. He could have done, yeah. He could have done, but I suppose... They wouldn't, his, the, basically, he called this out of a fear. There's mm. a split, there's always been a split of Tory party. That's what it is. Yeah. It's, it's a Tory party thing, they're okay. in power, and they decide to hold this referendum. Right. Because there's a lot of Eurosceptics in the Tory party. Okay. A lot of backbenchers. Yeah. A lot of influence. Yeah. And, and they don't want to be part of Europe. So they're always sniping at the people like David Cameron. Right. You know, it's like the Labour. There's like, you've got the, the Labour right and the Labour left. Mm. Corbyn supporter and non-Corbyn supporter. Yeah, yeah. It's very mm. similar in, in the Tory party. So he wanted a vote saying, right, mm. if the vote remain, mm. then you lot shut up for like, Mm. At least ten years, surely. Yeah, mm. you got no comeback. The public don't want it. But he took a gamble and it fucking failed, didn't yeah. it? He didn't want them leaving to join UKIP as well. Mm. Yeah, who were not a force, but they could, were. Well, they were getting a lot of votes, but they never had an MP. They had a lot of MEPs. They had a lot of MEPs, with members of the European Parliament, including our good mate Nigel Farage. He tried to get into the uh, Houses of Parliament seven times. Last time he got beat by a man in a dolphin suit. <laughs> Phys is that true? It is true, yeah. <laughs> physically beaten? No, beaten in the polls. Oh. Beaten in the election results. The people of whatever, I forget which town he ran for, the people of that town chose a man in a dolphin Thoric, suit. I think it was. It may have been. Good on him. Basically, the guy in the dolphin suit didn't win, but he finished above Farage. Uh, like Lord Buckethead. I can't think of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great on Twitter. I can't think of what noise dolphins make. Is it... Yeah. Uh, yeah. They voted for that over fucking Farage. Yeah. Fucking yeah. cock yeah, Didn't Al Murray run against him as well? Al did Murray's definitely tried to run... He did, I think he tried to run as the pub landlord, though, and it didn't go down yeah. very well. 
Because that's what you need. You need a racist pub stereotype landlord <laughs> running your town, running yeah. your constituency. He ran right. against a, a UKIP guy, didn't he? You no, know, he made. Well, there's no fucking difference between the characters, is there? Oh, but good, yeah. in fair or fair, it's when he stopped the UKIP guy getting it to split uh, the vote. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what it was about. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that Al Murray's a conservative fascist, is he? Like the no, I, I don't know. Actually, Al Murray's oh, definitely not. No, Al Murray's I mean. definitely not. Um, no, you do realise that Al Murray's related to Bernard Montgomery, Viscount of Alamein, and he's quite actually wealthy, hereditary yeah. wealthy. Yeah. Well, he's not a working class bloke. He's well, very yeah, much. Sometimes doesn't make him a fascist. No, sometimes Tony Benn. I mean, he was he was a, a lord, and he wanted to go mm. to Parliament, and they said you can't. Your your father's a, a whatever. You know, you're a lord, you can't go into, into the Commons. Yeah. You go into the House of Lords. He's like, I don't want to go into the House of Lords, I want to go into the House of Commons and help normal people. Mm. So he actually had his title stripped from him so he could become an MP. Wow. So, so occasionally. And then he'd be in the funding for Concord. Not all posh people are cunts, basically. Yeah. Most of them, but not all. And some of the girls are lovely. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, because Mrs. May had lost her... Speaking um, of girls... Hey, <laughs> dancer queen, dancing queen, Theresa Speaking May. Speaking of hot, posh, tatty, for What, Theresa May? Foie, yeah. <laughs> like you like a her in the wheat yeah. field, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, what I would do to her in a wheat field, mate. <laughs> Fuck me. Both run towards each other, I'd imagine. <laughs> Talk about crop circles. Um, because she's lost her majority in Parliament, she then mm. has to sort of bribe Northern Ireland's DUP... Maybe make a deal with them and say, you come in with us, support us, we have a majority, here's two billion quid. And yeah. who at a time... D- who are the DUP again? They're the Democratic Union Party of Northern Ireland. They are aren't bit, they a bit dodgy? They are, they're religious fanatics, basically. <laughs> they're like the Republicans, basically. Mm. They're very fiscally conservative, they're, they don't like abortion. They like gays. They don't like gays, they're very religious. Mm. Um, they don't, oh, they don't want evolution in schools either. Yeah. I mean, the Tory party are, are right-wing, these are yeah. extreme. Yeah. It's like, you know, probably further than UKIP, maybe? Yeah, I don't I'd think say. UKIP ever come against abortions. Yeah, they just don't like black people. Yeah. <laughs> wow, so that's how desperate they were at the time then. They, they had to say to these fuckers, who normally they wouldn't touch with a barge pole, would they? Look, you're the only cunts left. Well, yeah. historically, they have been like that because... Oh, because know, they're they, on the... They're on different spectrums of they're the same on the, side. They're on the British side of Northern Ireland. Right. With Sinn Féin on the Irish yeah, side. Yeah, these are the Protestants. They're the Protestants. Remember. So they have been politically wed, you know, they're pretty much... DUP are pretty much the Tories lapdogs, I'd say. I mean, I, I well, don't know much about Northern Ireland They're politics. not the lapdogs and, as such at the moment. They've got unprecedented well, power. Oh, yeah, they have. I mean, historically, I assume... They've been the, they've been the, the Northern Ireland's sort of... If you didn't want to vote for the Tories, yeah. you'd vote for the DUP, I suppose. Yeah, I think uh, I a lot of people from Northern Ireland, if they listen, will probably disagree, but... At the DUP. But yeah, but remember that during the run up to the general election, Mrs. May had said that there wasn't a magic money tree while scoffing at Labour's budget policy, Mm -hmm. um, but then managed to find enough money to throw the DUP to me because she was shaking that magic money tree pretty hard. Yep. To save herself. To save herself. We know where it is. It's in the fucking Cayman Islands and over there they've got the keys. Yeah. How come? Like. I mean, like, David Cameron, he was literally like, right, that's it, I've fucking been defeated, I'm off, see ya. Like a wrestler who lost at the end of a feud and then disappears. His trotters up in Nice. Yeah, put his trotters up in Nice. But old Mrs fucking May, she keeps getting, layeth the smack down upon her, 
She's not oh. resigning though, is she? Why is she no. so desperate? You've got more balls than that, that smarmy twat. Yeah, but you've got to give her that. Yeah. She's stuck in it. But why is she so desperate? Like, why Two is she votes and no confidence. I, mean, I know, I mean, losing that massive lead. Isn't it so you lost them. You called your own election, you lost yeah. your majority. <laughs> I mean, how humiliating. <laughs> Any other leader would have resigned. <sighs> yeah, but she still That's managed to I'm win, saying. didn't she? She Only because she, of the DUP. Yeah, but she still DUP managed to put it together. Just. But she's just. desperately clinging on with her fingernails, isn't she? Like, you will not take this honey! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but because she keeps giving her husband uh, a dodgy uh, government uh, contract. Uh, we'll go through the timeline. It gets yeah. worse for him. <laughs> yeah, it does. That's what I mean. But, oh, fuck. So, so reckon he's got a gun to her head, though, secretly, like, you will do this for the sake of my corporation. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, that's dark. Yeah. The circles of power. How it, how it really happened. Fuck. Oh, yeah, the um, the 25th of June 2017, uh, formal negotiations on withdrawal begin between the UK and the EU. So that is the triggering of Article 50, basically. Yeah. It sounds bad, man. It sounds like Order 66, man. It does, yeah. Uh, 13th of December 2017, 50. rebel Tory MPs side with opposition, forcing the government to guarantee a vote on the final Brexit deal when it has been struck with Brussels. That's important. Yeah. That means she can't just go, yeah, this is it. All right. And that's that's all the say. No one has a say. She's, it's in her own interest at that point. Is that a vote? That's not a people's vote. That's a vote in no, Parliament. No, that's a vote in Parliament. Yeah. So the 15th of December 2017, the EU agrees to move on to the second phase of negotiations after an agreement is reached on the Brexit divorce bill, Irish border and EU citizens' rights. The fact that EU citizens' rights are even up for negotiation is beyond me. Um, we've got 1.3 million Brits living abroad. Yeah. It works both ways. Always has. Uh, 19th of March 2018. The UK and the EU make decision steps in negotiations. Agreements include deals for a transitional period after Brexit Day, the status of EU citizens in the UK before and after the time and fishing policy. Fishing Ish policy. Fishing policy. Oh, and fishing policy, sorry. Uh, issues still said to be sorted out includes the Northern Ireland border. Basically, Northern Ireland borders Southern Ireland, which is still part of the EU. Yep. Um, and you if know, there's, there should be a hard border because it's the EU yeah. and a non EU country. What's a hard border? Means checks at the border. Checkpoints. So, Basically, uh, like when we had the, when we had the troubles, yeah. mm -hmm. um, you know, and there was border checkpoints manned yeah. by the army. Yeah, that's what you could be back to again. Oh, but it, it won't be the army, though, would it? It'd be, It'd like, be well, the police. It will be if it gets like a little booth. It will be if there's violence. Oh, well, yeah. The army will then have to step in and take but it. But it'll be like when you go yeah. to an airport yeah. now, wouldn't it, eventually? It'll be a border. Have to, who's going to build all that shit? Well, it's going to be some border force, either, either then drawn from the normal police or mm. recruited. Well, so it could be good for Just the economy. Just hold it. <laughs> well, That's no, when people get jobs. Because you've got a tailback. Oh, yeah. Laura does have to wait 20 hours to get to a checkpoint. But you could build a service station. Yeah, I know, but the Make goods it. aren't getting there, are they? Yeah. Like, you oh. need food and water delivered to your town. Yeah. Tesco's has got nothing on the shelf anymore. <laughs> and he's sat having a Burger King in or Southern you got, Ireland. Or he's got so. livestock or something, he needs to get over the border and, uh, you know. Well, it'll just be like going to Africa. It'll be Ireland instead. <laughs> <laughs> Are you comparing Ireland with that? No, I just tried to make of a place that wasn't like EU where you just walk through and go, hello. You know, like, 
somewhere where you have to have visas and all that. I've never been to a non-EU country, Mike, I don't know. I've been to Italy and Poland and Wales. <laughs> um, and well, I don't know either, to be honest, but... So, you know what I mean? I imagine it would be like somewhere where at the border there's a lot of shouting and waving of, like... Assault know, weapons. Assault weapons, yeah, and stuff you don't understand and you're <laughs> scared. And then all of a sudden it calms down and they're like, yeah, go on. There you go. And you're like, fucking hell. Could be. <laughs> yeah, they didn't find the pills at my arse. <laughs> Shit, I die alone. <laughs> Drag you out. Execute on the side of the road. <laughs> Get the fuck back here. What did you say about the pills in the arse? <laughs> oh dear. I'm over the border. You can't touch me. I guess. Okay, so what happened next? 31st of October 2018. Uh, the EU's chief negotiator has said negotiations must be complete before the end of October to give the 27 EU countries time to sign off the deal. MPs will also get the chance to vote on the final deal in the UK Parliament before the 29th of March 2019, which is Brexit Day. Yeah. But recently there's been a few little yeah. developments. Parliament are agreed to vote on the final deal, as you said. Um, now Mrs May has gone off to the EU and she's managed to get a deal. Mm. So apparently it's not a very good one though. Mm. Because um, a lot of MPs voted against it, didn't they? Yes, on the 15th of January this year, that 2019, the other day. The other day I heard about this, I actually um, had the news on. The Commons rejected May's deal, and the Lords had already rejected it the night before, by a substantial majority mm -hmm. as well. But they don't matter so much, apparently. Alright. Mm. In a humiliating defeat, uh, 432 votes to 202. The worst defeat in political history. Why didn't she resign like Cameron? Go and put the trousers up. Yeah, you tell me. Because she's fucking. Her husband's got a gun to her head, as I said oh, earlier. I think with the Lords, I'm not sure, Ben, but I think they can only repeal it three times. Ah. Uh, if it comes back a fourth time, it automatically passes. No, I just keep throwing it to them then, That's don't what you? they do, isn't What's it? Yeah. Well, put it in the system then. Yeah, but it, it bides time, doesn't it? Because you've got to go through all the process again. And yeah. So, what's that actually mean? Normally, what happens is the Lords will block it. Well, when the Commons pass a law, mm -hmm. has to go into the House of Lords. Right. Now this is why these are undem unelected people. Yeah, or they get put there. Well, well. rich people. Yeah. Isn't Lord Sugar and Sugar? Yeah, all these people. Yeah, they always get in. Yeah, cash for honours. It's called, yeah. isn't it? You know, it's yeah. a bribe fucking system. Made a lord. Mm. So there you go, and then any any votes that are passed in the Commons go to the Lords. They yeah. have to pass it before it goes into law. Mm. They can reject it. I think it's three times. Mm. What normally happens if the Lords reject it, par the Parliament might go back, I tweak it a little bit, send it back to them. Then it's got to be revoted in Parliament. So the same change the yeah. law, then it goes. I think. Um, so are you saying that's what's happening with the deal? Then she can present it again three more times. Yeah, but if one goes to the Commons, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. So it's done now. She's got to go. Well, we're going to the Commons vote. What was the, what was the vote? The Com uh, well, Corbyn, the, the Jeremy Corbyn, the opposition leader, Labour leader immediately called for a vote of no confidence in the government, and that was given the next day. She but won the cunt, didn't she? She did, um, because the government was never going to vote themselves, yeah. vote to take themselves out of power. They won 325 to 306. The DUP won it for her, basically. If they'd abstained, mm. then they would have gone. So the DUP Irish people, I know I sound a bit fucking gammony and thick here, but people who don't live here, in our country, 
They decided what happened. Part of the Union, though. At the end. Oh, yeah. Part of the United Kingdom. Okay, but it's still a Great bit Britain fucked up that these right-wing people from yeah. Ireland got to decide at the end. The, the irony day. is that Sinn Féin, who don't take mm. seats in Westminster, mm. if they had voted, mm. they could have voted her out, couldn't they? They could, but they never take their seats. So what happens now? Does she have to go and get another deal and bring that one back and show everyone and vote on it again? Yeah. Yep. How long has she got to do this? Till March. Yeah. That's really soon, isn't it? March 29th, I yeah, believe. We're recording January the 20th. Um, yeah, so it basically puts us with several options. Okay. Uh, at the moment, and we'll go into some of them in a little bit. You've got the No Deal, which is the Gowan's Paradise, right. where we go back to 1970s Britain. Okay. We were all right on our own before. We won the war, we did. Well, no, you didn't, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Your dad did. Um, you did nothing. Everyone had a job, but they didn't, did they? No. Um, you get the soft Brexit, which we'll explain a little bit. You get a new negotiated deal, soft which the EU were a bit unwilling to do, because I thought, well, no, that's... Mm-hmm. You've had your fucking chance. May's original deal, it might have been tweaked a little bit. Or she just holds the country to ransom by hanging on to the last... to vote until the last minute. Right. Which is probably what's going to happen, in my opinion. We get either or, we get a second referendum or a people's vote. Right. Or we just get no Brexit at all. You know what, we can't implement it. We can't do it. It's too difficult. Is that really an option? It's it's a very unlikely option. Right. But it is an option. But that would then go against the the result of the referendum, which would then, of course, cause everyone to to, uh, lose faith in politics in this country. Right. Not that they haven't already. Yeah, what? it's pretty what? low as it is. It would yeah. be devastating, wouldn't it? Yeah. What has to happen in order to trigger a second referendum? I think it would be like, you know what? The, the MPs have to vote for it, I guess, don't they? Yeah, they'd so have to be put to somebody and put to Parliament. They'd vote mm. on it. I mean, it's not this, this wouldn't be the first time a referendum has been repeated. Canada's run them twice. Mm. I'm pretty sure Japan's had to on the mm. same issues because... Quite simply, the circumstances in which you voted have changed. Yeah, and I yeah. think 51 to 49, that's it's a very slim majority. Well, I you, don't think laws... I think you should be looking at 60 75%. Will yeah. you go and vote in the next one, Mike, if there's another one? I will. That's a good question. Maybe. I will. I, I'm no lover of the EU. It's an undemocratic... Bureaucratic organisation. Is you like undemocratic? We send MEPs. Yeah, I know, but the real people that control it. So are the UN. The Trilateral Commission, all that. They're so, all elected. So are the UN. What, well, have you got an issue with the UN? Um, Did you vote for Kofi Annan to become UN secretary years ago? No, I didn't. I no, he, but he's no, still he's got, got a cool name. Yeah, but he gets surely voted by the countries. They that but you're not. You've got to say in that. No, but the leaders, our representatives, do. I'm saying the people right at the top. You know, they're appointed. They don't get elected. It's the same with the UN then, isn't it? Yeah, but that's you're, not what we're on about. No, but I'm just saying that you can't say that you, you're in favour of one and not the other. Well, I, I'm can't. not sure it works that way in the UN. They're not deciding laws, are they? They just go and shoot stuff and, <laughs> and send aid and things like that where they're told to go, mm-hmm. don't they? Anyway, there's just... But like international Brussels, law, there's international law, isn't there? So I assume they But they're deciding it or just implementing it. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, Whereas Brussels decides it. 
Yeah, but we don't have to follow it. We have a veto. I haven't got an international law degree, so I don't know. I don't know a fucking cut from my elbow, mate. <laughs> Still doing a podcast. <laughs> so let's um, have a look at some of the scenarios. <laughs> um, we stay in and we do the um, European... Well, we sort of join the Euro- uh, European Economic Area um, and the European Free Trade Association. We have access to the single market, so people still move in and out. We have to adopt EU regulations and standards. Uh, Norway, which also cooperates with the EU on a broad range of policy areas, although the EEA agreement and other bilateral agreements. So it's like we're kind of half in, half out. So we'll be like Norway. Yeah. yeah. What's life like in Norway? Uh, not cold. too bad. Yeah, bad and cold. They're more, much more safe this country than us, though. They've got mm. a lot more regulations on uh, banks and tax higher taxes and things like that. Do they eat a lot of rotten fish? The Scandinavian. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, they do, yeah. Well, that's just cultural. Oh, so we won't have to, we won't have to eat rotten no. fish? It's no, no. It's not because they're not in the EU. No, no. Like a lifestyle <laughs> choice. Oh, just check it. Okay, cool. Um, we stay in a customs union. Uh, right. The UK could enter into a customs union with the EU. Goods could be imported to the EU without tariffs or customs restrictions, so like it is now. Mm. But the UK will be required to p- comply with various areas of EU regulation. Like we do now, I yeah. assume. Yeah, pretty much. Um, many sectors may be excluded from a customs union and services, including financial services, which may not be covered at all. And our biggest export is... Finances. Financial services. Yeah. So that's a good option. Only if it's covered in that contract. Right. Which you'd imagine it would be, because you'd be like, it's our biggest export, you've got to give us that one. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of dangers. There's another fucking topic is so financialisation of the economy. So it's even the plush thing. end of London, the, the the what's it called, the financial district, where is it, Canary Wharf or somewhere? Yeah, like yeah, that. City of London. City of London. City of London. That's it. So yeah, that yeah, they're all a private little city. Yeah, but it all could fall to ashes. Nah, would it? No, it's a possibility. They control the money, they control the world. Well, if all the business left, if we can no longer con- manipulate finances from Britain because we're not in the EU or something like that, what if some of these companies fall? Some banks have already moved their headquarters from London to other countries like Dublin for a start. In preparation. In preparation? We should follow the money and go and live in Dublin. And become successful bankers. Change one of those letters. <laughs> and mm. I might have a chance of achieving it. I'll go to Dublin and masturbate <laughs> for days on end, and somehow that will help the economy. I don't know. So what's the next option? Do you want me to go for it? Yes, please. So the next one is it bilateral accords plus EFTA. What does that mean? EFTA is the Economic Free Trade Association. Okay, and in this option, the UK could agree a set of bilateral agreements governing access to the single market. Sector by sector, it would not get full access to the internal market, but would also not be required to comply with EU law, except in relation to exports and investments into the EU. The UK could also become a member of EFTA. Switzerland is an example of that. Switzerland has negotiated a special relationship with the EU through various bilateral accords and trade treaties. Switzerland's a good place, I know that. Yeah. Lots of gold in Switzerland. Lots of beautiful, yeah, beautiful ladies. The Swiss? Are they known for their attractive women? And their banking secrecies? Well, they're known for that. Mm. All that Nazi gold they've got hidden. And their army knives, they're known for that. Yeah, yeah. I had one of those as a kid, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
What a fucking what a, what a changed age we live in where our parents gave us knives <laughs> yeah. to effectively play with. Uh, yeah. That is crazy, isn't it? Yeah. With its little scissors. Yeah. yeah. Little saw. It wasn't yeah. a very sharp knife or saw, was it? Was no, but you still could with yeah, the, the force jab it. You could jab it someone's eye. Of course you could. In their eye or in, under the rib cage, into the heart. Mm-hmm. What what age? Age? Texas. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, I think it would snap. <laughs> I'd imagine it'd probably snap between ribs, it wasn't that thick a blade. Yeah, well, no, you've got more chance of going in. Oh, maybe go for the eye. Go through the eyes. Because you're into the brain. Jugular. Like Robocop at the end of Robocop. Anyway, we're getting distracted. We're moving up to sociopathy again. At the end of Robocop with a spike. What's wrong with you two? And he's just like, that is such an iconic scene. Seriously, you and two were discussing the ways on euthanizing gerbils earlier, <laughs> and then you were killed with a Swiss Army knife. Yeah, it was only because it was in a news story. <laughs> I, I was just you were you were, you postulated a lot. I was postulating, and how. then you postulated how to kill someone with a Swiss Army knife. Well, that's what you do in a podcast, yeah. isn't it? We can't help it. We're bored with violence. Yeah. Well, it says you over it's there. Violent Mr. society. You would like, whose fantasy of when we could go to any point in time is literally like, oh, I want to go to Waterloo. Yeah, I want to see the limbs flying the a historical observer. It's a moment of, on a mass it's a, scale. It's a moment of history. It's a massive turning point in European history, 1815, about the Waterloo. you could look at. Oh. Well, I've got to look at the dinosaurs as well. <laughs> Again, more death. <laughs> Not the extinct, extinct just... No, yeah, we're going to see how they all died. They're going to be eating each other. Well, that's what they did. Yeah, it'd be fun to watch. I would definitely look at dinosaurs. Anyway, yeah, you wouldn't. Um, the last one. Are you in the FTA? No, on its no. Own. So the UK could agree its own free trade agreement with the EU. This could lead to a single comprehensive deal rather than a piecemeal agreement. It could potentially involve greater continue, continuality of the single market at the cost of political autonomy. So the free trade agreements between Canada and the EU and the Ukraine and the EU provide useful models of how bespoke, bespoke free trade agreement might work. Canada's good, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Eh? eh. Sorry. Eh. Sorry, eh? But yeah, Canada's good. It's a reboot. <laughs> Man, the Canadian government has apologised for Brian Adams on many occasions. <laughs> Uh, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. You're a racist, man. You're a racist. Let me finish. I'm finished. Uh, <laughs> South Park. So yeah. Uh, the the, um, sorry, no Canadian listeners. <laughs> so we love you. So for the casual racism. I like my Adams. So <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> and so the um, last one is the World Trade Organization which we would only rely on existing World Trade Organization rules. There will be no, new, no negotiations for new agreements between the EU and the UK. The UK would gain full autonomy over its trade policy. However, it would no longer have dual representation as both the UK and as the uh, member of the EU. So we just go as the UK, we have anyone with us. Basically, that's the no-deal situation. Mm-hmm. No deal, we got, more likely we're going to go on the WTO rules. But, but China... Joined the WTO in 2001 after 15 years of negotiations. 15 years of negotiations. Shit, but China's good. Look at them now. <laughs> they got space stuff happening. Yeah. Yeah. Booming economy, destroying the environment day by day, of course. But booming economy. Yeah, I think human rights are still pretty bad, aren't they? We've only got 65 million in this country. It's small, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So if we could be like China. 
but it took them 15 years to get into the World Trade Organization. Uh, no, 15 yeah. years of negotiation. They, 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 they did have. A, they don't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's more their isolationist policies. Uh, <laughs> right. yeah. It's just a translation thing. <laughs> and the fact that they're considered communist and evil. Yeah. So the US would probably block them at every turn. But they did get in, and now they're the, the EU's second biggest trading partner after the uh, US. Well, we'll become third biggest trading partner, won't we? But none of those options there mentioned the crumbling streets and the no food and the economy falling to shit. You know what I mean? The nightmare yeah. scenario. Well, the we the economy out. is basically mm. confidence. Right. Isn't it? You always hear yeah. about there's, there's, there's confidence in the markets or there's mm. no confidence in the markets. So the pound goes up and down. So with the uncertainty, no one else can happen, that's yep. why the pound's plummeted, that's mm. why the economy's gone down. Up and down like a prosy's pelvis. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's a load of... It's just bullshit. I mean, yeah. We're ruled by this fucking... This mechanism. Do you know what I mean? The, the stock market and that and... Yeah, it's, it's your livelihood there, just on someone betting. people betting, yeah, betting. And if enough people bet on something to happen, it'll happen. So it's a rich mm -hmm. people's game, isn't it? That's all it is. Yeah, absolutely. So, the wealthier you are, the better robots, isn't it? Sort of automated... Robots, you say? Betting, isn't it? They, they, they scan the markets for any... Oh, yeah, you've got bots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they can do it instantly. Mm. Well, but which, where, which of these options though? Because they all sound like, oh yeah. The know, WTO is the no deal Brexit where we may have, we may struggle to get trade deals and things like that. That's where we get the shortages because everything's backing up through the ports. Yeah, because nothing can come in and out. Um, it's all got to be, instead of the free, it's all got to be booked in. Which one avoids um, that? The staying? The, the first the one. Few. Yeah. Customs Union. Customs so Union. the same trade. Okay. Yeah. Even the bilateral accord isn't that bad. You know, at least it's like a hey, special, special yeah. thing. But we've tried that. And Do we know which one Teresa was angling for? I think she's really going for the um, customs union. Customs union, but she but wanted the certain... don't want it. No, they don't. The far right want us. The WTO they want us out. But what say do they have in it? A lot. Oh, because they won the vote. Fuck a duck. So you, Boris <laughs> Johnson, Julian Duncan Smith, she Michael Gove, Sheree um, Jacob, So in a way, compared to them, is Teresa a good guy? Really. Is she Darth Vader on the turn and she's trying to fight for no, we need a customs union, you evil mad fucks? Well, to be fair, <laughs> to, be, uh, to be fair to her, she's in a tough position because mm. ha nearly half the country want to remain. Yeah. And the other half want completely out. So she's got with something that she thinks is in between. And they've all gone, fuck off with yeah, that. The yeah. right have gone, nah, that's, got, that's not going far enough. And the left are going, that's going too far. Mm. To say that opinion, to say that Brexit has uh, split the country's. Uh, Split the country, you know, fairness. Yes, yeah, that's why I didn't vote. I could see it. Did an understatement. I knew it. So as soon as it was fucking announced, this is going to be a shit show. You know, and it's a smokescreen from what the, the real trouble is. The real trouble, you know, is, well, is, is the fact that the, the companies and the wealthy own our political system and determine the world as they see fit and we don't have fucking much say in it whatsoever. Well, I've, that's the problem. I've wrote a little bit on this, just a paragraph. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion, not that it matters, because my opinion doesn't matter, it's just a viewpoint. Ah, uh, Ben, your, your voice counts as a voice. But I wrote that both sides of the campaign ran with scaremongering, right? Mm. They did. Well, yeah. But 
Let's say the majority of Britain's right-leaning tabloids back leave. The Sun, the Daily Mail, etc, etc. And they managed to convince your average Joe public that it all wasn't years of Tory austerity that ground our public services down, underfunded our NHS, made the economy tank. Mm -hmm. Wasn't any of that. Was it the EU? You know, it, it was the Scooby-Doo-esque villain that was the EU. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they've actually managed to convince 51% of the people who voted in that election. And that, that was a big turnout as well, wasn't yeah. it? I was shocked when you told yeah. me that. What was it, 70 percent 72%, yeah. Shit, they managed to convince the chunk of people that turned out for that that a group of multi-millionaires within the political system and in the Houses of Parliament aren't the metropolitan elite deep state that they are. They're on your side. Yeah. Now, what the fuck do they know about being a normal fucking... Do they know Nothing what, at all. for bread even costs? But you've got multi-millionaires saying, yeah, no deal, I'll be fine. No deal, yeah, but they'll be fine. They'll be fine because they'll pay less tax. And they'll I mean, see their wealth increase, whereas the rest of us suffer. Yeah. The, the burden of taxing them in the country will fall upon the working man, whereas the rich are paying less tax. And people still keep voting them in. Because they've done a really good job of convincing everybody. Yeah. And we're just... Well, we had that bus, didn't we? The bus. My bus was the favourite. <clears throat> that promised... We send the EU £350 million a week. Let's fund our NHS instead. So for the listener, that was plastered on the side of a large double-decker bus. Well, many, I imagine. Well, quite no, it was the battle bus had that on it. Oh, the Leave it? campaign battle bus going around the country. Oh, okay. Always on the news. The Boris Johnson speaking in front of it every yeah, day. Yeah, good point. That particular claim... So repeat what it said again, because that's it pretty said, big. We send the EU £350 million a week. Let's fund our NHS instead. And who... Wouldn't disagree with exactly. that. Exactly. So break that down. It's saying to you, look, the 350 we give to them, we will give to the NHS, which we all know is struggling, doing their best, but they're underfunded. That's a very simple, emotive... You can see why a couple of people close to me in my life who are definitely not racists, definitely not gammons, but voted leave because they saw things like that. And yeah. Like, well, that's... Well, even that, good. you know, even I fell for that one. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. You just don't question yeah. it, do you? You just think... Yeah, but that's a promise. But they just pulled it yeah, out of their asses, didn't That was they? a promise. Now, that promise was rescinded about 8am the day after by none other than fucking Nigel Farage, chief Eurosceptic himself, who's been milking the fucking EU trough for the last fucking five, ten years after he couldn't get into fucking Parliament, <laughs> after being beaten by that man in the dolphin suit. <laughs> <laughs> He just went on the camera and said, oh, yeah, what about that camera? What about that, uh, the bus then? What about the... Uh, th and he went, oh, no, that won't happen. At that point... If that's your biggest selling point, and then you turn around the day after and go, no, that's not going to happen, then run the fucking thing again, because he's just blatantly lied. Yeah. Well, People were swindled. People were swindled. They were. What's fucking new? That's what this whole fucking society is built on, isn't it? Yeah. People swindling other people to get higher up on the ladder. Isn't that what it's all about? Dog eat dog. Yeah, pretty much. Dog eat dog every day. Ah, oh, no, fellow men, we pray. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. It's true. Well, for them people, it is. For yeah. most of us, we're just trying to survive, innit, and get through yeah. the week, paycheck to paycheck. But for those guys, it is a dog eat dog world. And when I say that, they mean they throw whole sections of society. You know this thing, you read about it in the news a lot, but I've actually seen it real world before my eyes. I saw it today, we went to the cinema today, and there was a homeless guy sat in the rain 
with a little cup outside the cinema. There's a lot around South Water, to be fair. Right. A lot of homeless people around there. Now, it's on, what is the statistic? I don't know off my head, but it's increased by like an insane percent in the last 10 years, uh, it? I think it's over 100%. 100%. 140, I think. And it's visible. That's my point, is yeah. you can actually, it's not just a headline that you see. It's fucking visibly, yeah. and I my job is again. If you're new listener, I'm a delivery driver, so I go from town to town to town to town, all over the place, and it's everywhere, mm. man. Noticeable. And yeah. Like, Shit. Last time I went to Wolverhampton, there was mm. a lot of homeless people. Yeah, yeah. there is. I was gave, there. Yeah, we gave some change in that, and um, the other week actually. And then we ran into people that were mm. volunteers giving out uh, lunch boxes with sandwiches into them. Uh, I was like, oh, that's fucking awesome. But it's like an ap- apocalyptic movie, that's what I thought when mm. we came out of the cinema today. I was like, shit, man, because it was raining, drizzling, and he was just sat there with a hoodie on, a little cup in front of him. And I was like, oh, fuck. You know, we'd had this lovely day, you know. Yeah, because you're lucky enough to be working yeah. and have a house to live in. We're going to go into yeah. the car and drive to the nice house, and uh, we've got everything we need. But you know, that could have been you, been you, you if you didn't have that. Definitely. If you didn't have that network around you and friends and family to help you out, I think about it all the time, times. man. Or I used to think about it all the time, like. Could happen yeah. to any of us. Yeah, get booted out, you got nowhere to go. That's. Oh. I just think about living in the US. Mm. Yeah, where the biggest thing that bankrupts people is medical bills. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck that. So just think, you know, you, all over your shoulder, the sword of Damocles. As soon as you get ill, mm. lose your job, lose your house, you're on the street. Well, yeah. are we ever in danger of losing the NHS? Could now we're at the EU or something? Could these mad cunts? It's always in that? danger, of course. Well, the danger is that we, the, the Americans, because we're going to immediately go to America, aren't we? Mm. In the event of a no deal, and say, "Come on, what, what, let's work out an agreement." We're, we're, we're allies. Uh, they know we're desperate, and they'll bend mm. us over a barrel. So you might have American drug companies supplying the NHS, but the American drugs are. Incredibly overinflated in price, that could bankrupt the NHS. Yeah. And do they make you put weight on as well? There's a lot of side effects to American drugs. You ever seen the adverts for them? Yeah, where the end it goes, could cause death and no, they've just spent half an hour yeah. showing you happy pictures of like how perfect your life could be, and then it's like literally bleeding from the anus and death, like <laughs> a big long list of really hard <laughs> What a fucking world. It's like we're living in the Robocop movie, don't yeah, we? Yeah. The, those satirical adverts yeah. and stuff. It's mental. It's a post-apocalyptic. There's homeless people yeah. all over the streets. Mm-hmm. What the fuck's going on? Or am I looking at it through rose-tinted eyes? I did see a meme that I was like, oh, shit, it's a bit cheesy, but I was like, it's bang on, to be fair. It was like uh, some homeless people in some African country. The child was in a cardboard box and the mum was sleeping next to the box. And it was like, if you think your life's bad, just, like, it's not. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, there is that, but it still doesn't change the fact that this is our reality that we're mm-hmm. living in in this country and our sort of first world problems or whatever. There is this just sort of general sense of feeling of dread that mm-hmm. I can't avoid, if I'm being honest. The it's whole country away, feels that. Yeah. Eating away at my consciousness, gnawing at me. But then I turn on the PlayStation and I get really stoned and like, <laughs> I think about it, but soon I'm not going to be able to. The 29th of March is fast approaching. And what's going to fucking happen? Mm. When the clock ticks, it says at 11 o'clock midnight. No, that's not midnight. At 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, we leave the 29th of March. We're out. What does that mean then? Is everything suddenly going to be more expensive the next day? Well, let's read what each scenario says. And apparently we'll leave us uh, worse off. 
Fuck! So each of the government's four Brexit scenarios, <laughs> including a bespoke deal, would leave Britain poorer and cost the taxpayer hundreds of millions of pounds each week, analysis has shown. Mm. The study for the think tank Global Future by Jonathan Ports, a professor of economics and public policy at King's College London. Would you agree that that's fairly reputable? He's um, the professor of economics yeah. and public policy at King's Obviously College. Obviously, being a Marxist, I don't agree with any mainstream economists. But you would agree that he's qualified? You can't. I mean, I agree bastard. with him, but you can't denote his qualifications. Let's dub yeah. him in. Yeah. Then he's a coming. Yeah. I think so I think that we'll save that for when they round it up. I think oh, the whole okay. model's flawed, but yeah, I give him credibility. Of course, it's yeah. A... Well, he found out that he found that a bespoke deal, the government's preferred option, would have a net negative fiscal impact of around forty billion a year. So we're down forty billion a year if we've done anything. Yeah. It is policy commission for study by Populist, which is run by David Cameron's former strategy advisor Andrew Cooper, found that the voters, even those who back Brexit feared that leaving the European Union would come at too high a price. The analysis came as the government braced themselves for defeat in Parliament on Wednesday, including over its plans to take the UK out of the Customs Union as the EU withdrawal bill returns to the House of Lords. Uh, nine senior Conservatives, including two former Cabinet Ministers, were among those who put their names to a series of cross-party amendments aimed at persuading Theresa May to rethink her position. Obviously, Corbyn was given a bit of stick because he refused to meet Theresa May. What the mm -hmm. papers didn't tell you is that he was quite happy to meet her as long as a no deal was taken off the table. Yeah. So he said, I'll meet you, but you take no deal off the table. We want something. We, you've got to do something. Yeah. You can't go to no deal. And she's just gone, nope. Yeah, she's, she's gone like that because she's got the right wingers saying, we want a, a no deal. Yeah. They she's want a, it, don't they? And she knows at any point, they could probably call a vote of no confidence on her again. Yeah. And you end up with Boris, you end up with Rhys Mogg, you end up with Gove. Oh. Michael Gove, by the way, our environment minister, probably going to be quite keen on selling off Britain's environment if we do go out without a deal. Yeah. He's going to sell the air. No, he'll just probably just trash the fucking national parks. Yeah, sell, sell the national parks off, don't they? Cunts. They didn't Bury nuclear yeah. waste under them yeah. was, I think, one thing that was a. Uh, being considered or fracking or are these fracking. people out of a comic book <laughs> I know I also... they're like the fucking they're like the evil empire it's like it would be funny if it wasn't so real I mean they're fucking yeah. evil just look at them they look like fucking Tintin villains <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell uh, and then the things they want to do people are dying they're living on the streets Oh, and they're telling us we're doing what's best for Britain. We took back control. You get a blue passport and everything. It's like... doesn't matter you're eating rats. <sighs> and Michael Gove did say, remember, he said we could go to the tip oh, yeah. and rummage around and what we want, take what we wanted. Bless well, him. fucking fantastic. <laughs> I, I applaud you for your humanity. Can we have a round of applause for Michael Gove, please? I mean, that's like... You can't fucking write that shit, can you? No. Fancy saying that. It's like they're trolling us. Yeah. It's literally like they're laughing in our faces because they don't see us as even human. We're just fucking mm. ants to them. The masses. Yeah. We're just one big conglomerate of... They don't see us as individuals or people that no. matter with personalities, feelings. They're just cold. We've got to a point now where the people ahead of these institutions are people that want to dismantle them. Yeah. Jeremy Hunt, health secretary, wrote a book 
didn't he? Yeah, called How to Dismantle the NHS, How basically. To the NHS, basically, yeah. Fucking insane. I enjoyed McClure. You <laughs> might remember me from such books as How to Dismantle the NHS. <laughs> I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, why would you want to do it to privatise it to make money? Yeah. Bring in the sort of American system of healthcare. Well, that, that's not to help people. No. Make it more no. efficient. Because they're lobbied by the uh, health insurance companies. Of course they are. And I think that they did some uh, sort of some think tank with a few Tory MPs on it about how to uh, best improve the NHS. And I think sort of a certain percentage of them sat on the boards of private healthcare companies. Yep. So tell me how their interest is going to be. Oh no, let's not go private. Oh, it's all so dirty and. It's horrible, isn't it? Rank and bent. It's and politics for you, mate. Cunts. <sighs> yeah. I don't know what to say. <laughs> so, so none of these things turn out well, then, is what they're saying. Nah. None of them. No. No. Except, so why the fuck can't we just just say... What this reminds me of is, you know, in a, we reference a lot on this programme, the comedy show, the greatest comedy show ever, Red Dwarf. In the episode when um, they sort of go into Crichton's dream and they're in a Western cowboy scenario and Rimmer still thinks he's got his superpowers and walks up to that big fighty one who's breathing (laughs) fire and that and he's like, you know, I'm going to knock you out, leave this to me. Gets up to him, realises his powers are gone, starts backing up and says, there's been a bit of a cock up in the bravado department. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bit like, we've gone, yeah, we can do a Brexit. Yeah. yeah, watch this. And then the EU's gone, all right then, here's the terms. And we've gone, fucking hell. Yeah. Do, we, I, don't, yeah. I don't think we can do a... Bre- oh, we can't do a Brexit. I'm so, look, there's been a cock up in the bravado <laughs> department. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. We I thought we were brilliant, hard. Brilliant analogy, mate. Yeah. Was, I thought we were hard. We're not. Can we just forget it all? And then I know there'll be a lot of angry people in Britain going, fucking democracy's dead. Well, I think that's why people voted for it in the first place. But they're angry at the political class that have let them down for years. Yeah, it was a protest vote. Yeah, yeah but he got the opinion of the EU wasn't the bad guy. I know it wasn't, but people so don't think rationally when they're angry, do they? Well, it's a the right wing press. So, what has to happen was. for it to call the whole thing off? What politically has to happen? For well, that? second referendum. Right, so we've had. Oh. Has to be, doesn't it? Yeah, that would not be the only way it gets stopped. Which apparently the Remain is leading the polls or something like 12 points now. Fuck. So oh, Remain, that's good, yeah. isn't it? Because yeah. yeah. you say, you're like, you know what? Everyone's it's too realized. much hassle. <laughs> it's Everyone's too... realised it's a bother. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's too much hassle. Yeah. Right? At the end of the day, we probably need a change of government. Yeah. That thing going to make things worse. They lied to us, and we'll yeah. get to that in a second. They lied to us picking big time. The thing on the bus wasn't true. The thing on the bus, we'll get into one. Yeah, the thing on the bus. It's divided the country, hasn't it? Let's face it. But the problem is with the, the result now is that a lot of the claims made by the Leave side are a bit bollocks. It's turned out not to be as easy. You mean they just lied for their teeth in order to win an election? Yeah. Those sneaky bastards. So, first one, uh, absolutely nobody is talking about threatening our place in the single market, says Conservative MEP Daniel Hanwell. They do, because they want to sit with no deal. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And Theresa May is now committed to taking us out of it, apparently, or trying to. Yeah. Boris Johnson, he's lied a lot. He's pretty much spent his entire political career lying, hasn't he? Yep. 
um, says that once we've settled our accounts, we will take back control of roughly £300 million a week. Um, that was derided by the UK Statistics Authority as a clear misuse of official t uh, statistics. It's a gross figure. It doesn't take into the account the money uh, the UK gets back from the EU and doesn't mm. take into account our rebate on top of that. Yes. So it was a lie. Yes. Bojo, how dare you lie to us? Big fucking buffoon. Uh, George Osborne said that we would need an emergency budget to restore stability to public finances. So that's where your tax goes up. Fuck. Your tax goes up, they cut the public services. Well? Your tax goes up, but you're getting a shit of service. The buses stop running as well. No, in the NHS, it just gradually crumble, things like that. Cunts. Because let's face it, they're going to cut the tax on the corporations and the rich, yeah. let the poor pay the most of the tax. Yeah. But they never implemented it. No. Well, it's not happened yet. It was Osborne, wasn't it? He replaced by Hammond. Ah. Osborne is now the editor of uh, the London Evening Standard. Is he? Yeah. Ah. So that's good, isn't it? Yeah. Strange. No journalistic experience. Mm. Ex-Chancellor, Conservative, walks straight into an editor's job, one of the biggest papers in the capital. Yeah. Strange, that. Mm. It's also day. Alright, what's the next one? The UK loses out because other members favour a highly regulated and proto-protectist economy, says Jacob Rees-Mogg. That fucking 18th century cunt. <laughs> like I said, look like Tintin bad guys. He's, yeah, he does actually. Looks like uh, what, uh, Walter the Sissy from the Vino. No, he does, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to say that anymore. Is he just called Walter now? Probably. Yeah, makes sense. Sorry. We all know he's Walter the Sissy. Well, he used to be. Yeah. Oh, what a time. That's how he grew up. <laughs> Reading kids comics about bullying. <laughs> what's really what just bullied the effeminate kid from next door. <laughs> yeah. And his old neighbour. No, well, he was aged. Well, do you think it was propaganda? Well, yeah. Probably explains why we're the only rebels left in society, Ben. Well, I'm not rebelling these days. I just sit at home. <laughs> Passively <laughs> existing and not upsetting the apple cart or the system. Worshipping Bernard Manning. Hey, I worship him. I just appreciate his humor. <laughs> what about that statue you got him in your front room? Uh, well, you know. No, With the candles around it? It's a whole kind statue. <laughs> and that big stone phallus. <laughs> Why would I need that? <laughs> I don't know, you tell me, you got it. I live with three young <laughs> two young girls, then I don't have a big stone penis in the living How am I going to explain that? I think the Vernon Manning statue would be weird enough. Who's that big fat man? Fat gallant. How dare you? Get on your knees and show some respect to Sir Manning. I'll tell you a joke about your mother-in-law. What's a mother-in-law? <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> oh. 
So, um, back to the impending doom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back to the impending. Back to the impending doom. Oh, um, yeah. The claim the UK is constantly being overruled by other EU countries is false. Uh, research by in by the UK in a changing Europe shows that the UK has been in a majority minority of fifty seven legislative acts at the European Council since nineteen ninety nine, when the decisions were made public. Since then, it has been on the majority of 2,474 acts and abstained on 70 occasions. Wow. So, we weren't being ruled by Brussels, we, we actually went along with most of it. We had yeah. a chance to vote against it or abstain. Yeah. Um, <coughs> Two-thirds of British jobs in manufacturing are dependent on demand from Europe. Um, apparently, that is about 17%. That was mm -hmm. a claim from the Remain campaign. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they did lie as well. I did say both sides scare one good. Yeah, of course. Oh, and this was the biggie, and I remember this, it came out on the fucking night before the referendum on Facebook. Yeah. That Turkey, the population of 76 million, is joining the EU. Um, although Turkey has been an official candidate, EU candidate since uh, 1999, talks have long stored and there is no prospect of the country joining the bloc anytime soon. And they certainly won't get in now because they've effectively got a dictator. Yeah. With a bad human rights record. Well, that won't stop them. Don't stop me now. Yeah, well, I, I just said that. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was a big thing. Oh, my God, 76 million Muslims are going to come in the country. Or can come in the country. Fear-mongering. Fear-mongering, exactly. Base fears. And Farage is very much into the whole immigration thing. Do you remember the big poster, the propaganda poster, of the, uh, the line of brown people saying, not here, or something like that? Oh, it? disgusting. It absolutely made me sick. Some of the stuff that the, the racist shit they're coming out with. He's alright. Better than isn't he? Certainly yeah. is. Uh, makes me fucking oh, excuse me. To be honest, these yeah, these people are just. What's that saying that like politics is like celebrity for ugly people? Yeah, I get you know what I mean. It's like trying to be a pop famous rock star, but you're you're an ugly posh boy. <laughs> so instead you become a famous knob jockey politician. Fuckers. Yeah. Would you like to hear some more charming news or happy news? Go on then. Cheers. Is this, is this the, the worst case scenario? Worst it? case scenario. Oh, fuck. Uh, no deal Brexit would mean immediate food and medicine shortages. Government, quote, doomsday study claims. Jesus. The fact Christ. that the government have actually issued a doomsday study. <laughs> I mean, I'm all. Don't call it doomsday, at least. I'm all for preparing for the, every scenario, but I mean, that's that where mean, we are. Does that mean rationing? Potentially. You're talking food and medicine shortages within two weeks of leaving the EU? Can't get bananas or something. You, you well, know, you we only like one banana. We each. only grow 60% of the food we need to feed Britain. So 40% of people aren't getting any food, or you're making that food go further. So all we've got to do is make sure we're in the 60%. Yes. We can do this, boys. <laughs> we'll step on the necks of the weak <laughs> on our way to the top of the post-Brexit apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I should have introduced the show as. Yeah. It will no longer be known as our Independence Day. <laughs> oh, I've forgotten the speech. I was going to do the Independence Day speech, but I forgot it. So, yeah. I so, could, Doomsday tonight. I, so, I, literally... I think I can get most of it in my head, but uh, do you want me to do the speech for Independence Day? Do the last, you know, the last... Um, we right. will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. It's time to live on. It's time to survive. Today we declare our Independence Day. 
and then the music kicks in. Yeah. Is that it right? I think that sounds right to me. Seen that film a lot. But I, my loins are stirred. <laughs> I'm ready to go. But yeah, so literally, just for me to understand this, because obviously now I live with my girlfriend who has two young children, so I have responsibilities now, so I have to think about this. If overnight there's no deal, all of a sudden, basically all the food we've got on the island is all we've got until somebody sorts some sort of agreement out somewhere. So potentially it all becomes a lot more expensive and rarer. Yeah, supermarket shelves start to get a bit bare. And this joke I've been having for months on the show, this running joke I've had about me fighting an old lady at the co-op for over a tin of beans, is a potential reality. Or maybe not the fist fighting bit, but like arguing over, I had that first, fuck off, I need it, I've got two kids, I'll brain you, you old cunt. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. But you know, that could really happen, food shortages. It's a possibility in the worst case scenario. Medical shortages. Yeah. I suppose I'm lucky we're not relying on any medicine because if we were, I'd be thinking of that more than the food. But we're not, so I'm thinking of the food. So, But for the people that are medically dependent, like my dad, I guess. Oh, I don't want to mm -hmm. upset myself. But So that is the worst case. That cannot happen. But they're not going to let that happen. But those mad cunts you're telling me, some of them fuckers, they want that. So yeah. It won't affect them, will it? Yeah, they'll use an excuse to privatise the NHS. I'll say NHS is failing, we've got to privatise, people are dying. Mm. Why is this so dark? Let's call the whole thing off. Second referendum, how do we make it happen? Have the people got any say in this? Whether or not there is well, one? Well, I know the Green Party are pushing for a people's vote, aren't they? And I think can we all write to our local MP and yeah. demand one? She won't do it. She's a Tory. Yeah, you can write to her, I'm not saying it'll do any good. Yeah, but we, we could try, couldn't we? I suppose, I mean, they've <laughs> already had an anti-Brexit protest, there was like over 100,000 people there. The, That's um, not enough, we need millions like yeah. the anti-Iraq one. No, that wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, they ignored us then. Not in my name! Oh, the, oh I guess you are in my name. Oh, right, well, the Leave uh, voters had a one and it was... Mm. I think the, uh, the counter-protest was bigger than the actual protest. Fuck a duck. People so, are brainwashed and insane. But what if they double down, we call a second referendum and those people double down and there's even more of them now and the brainwash is spreading. No, we just have to go with it, don't we? And we have two referendums, you can't keep calling them, I suppose. Yeah, fuck. Trouble is, if you have a second referendum, it's going to... Undermine piss. the result. Yeah, it's it's gonna... like playing rock, paper, scissors but, and keep asking for another game. Oh, one more round. Yeah, but, what, but has enough been disproven? Mm. Is it going to be that much of a, a clusterfuck? It's just easier to fucking stay. As the tide turns. Well, if you're right and it's 12% remain in the lead now, and hopefully then so. public opinion has changed in the two years. And a lot of the things that were... We, were that so what's the point of sticking to something? This is going to hurt you. Yeah. So but then again, it undermines democracy. But fuck what's the point of having a vote in the first place? We're just going to keep doing it. Well, I vote that I need to have a piss. Yep. Could we have a break? Yeah. Cheers, boys. So um, just a little bit more on the worst, well, the, the plans for the worst deal. A source told the Sunday Times, in the second worst scenario, so the second worst, not even the worst, the port of Dover will collapse on day one. So they will just be overwhelmed and nothing will get in. What do you mean collapse? Just the, the whole people in, desperately trying to get in before it's over. No, just the infrastructure of the port. They just won't be able to cope with the the the, the, uh, the backlog. The backlog. You'll have ships lined up waiting to get in. Lorries moving out very slowly because they've all got to be checked. Everything's got to be checked now. There's not that freedom of movement. You've got to sort out the, the tariffs. You've got to sort of... Wave them on through. 
Roll on, roll on. And then new criminal smuggling operations will open <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, bootlegging. Will fund the black economy. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't mean that's not a racial term, that means the fucking, you know what I mean. The dark economy. The dark, yeah. The okay. black market. The ethnically. Um, Can you call it the black market still? Um, you call it the black market still? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just joking. Uh, you know what I'm on about. That, that then helps. We can all buy cheaper drugs. We'll be happier as a population. A happy workforce is a productive workforce. So fund the criminals, fund the drug influx with this new smuggling, because it'll be all a bit loosey-goosey down there because of the backlog. Just yeah. wave, wave him on, wave him through. Yeah, he's checked, he's fine. But really, he's full of drugs. Yeah. Or, or sex slaves, that's a bad dance. <laughs> or he's got a dirty nuclear bomb. Yeah. Well, we'll have scanners. No. Are you just waving through? <laughs> well, it's a gamble, isn't it? He What's your like, name? He Nikolai. Like, he looks like a drug Nikolai's alright, waving through. Yeah, waving on through. See how many are fucking backed up there? Wait, go on, on you go. Step oh. on it. If I was in charge, that's all I'm I think that oh. comes into a security issue, though, guys. Cheaper drugs for everyone. <laughs> Dirty bomb going off in the central London. I don't live there. You would do if you were in charge. No, I wouldn't. You said you would. <laughs> I'd commute, man. <laughs> I'd be driven in. You could be in Parliament when it goes off. Oh, uh, fuck that. I'll lead from my bedroom. He's <laughs> on Skype. Skype like a modern leader. We'll <laughs> get up five minutes for the debate and just sit yeah, on your bed. And that's how I'll yeah. get the youth vote. Yeah. Well, he, he has to broadcast some undisclosed uh, locations because at this Security. point... Everybody in the population is basically against him once it removed. <laughs> Why am I doing this so bad? <laughs> He's got a three percent popularity rating. You should let a dirty bomb to go off in the central <laughs> London on your watch. Yeah, but, so you're just like, yeah, wave them through, don't matter. Well, you can buy cocaine on every street corner in the UK. <laughs> yeah, but I got affordable prices. There's like six million people living in an irradiated mess now, and a good chunk of them are dead. Uh, there's machine gun fights on the streets, uh, two drug dealers. Uh, uh, you've turned London uh, into an irradiated uh, LA in the 90s. Survival of the fittest, they'll weed each other out. <laughs> the police themselves. <laughs> it's a foolproof plan. I don't know why you're laughing. <laughs> They always laugh at my plans. <laughs> <laughs> they all involve death. <laughs> well, it's a death and drugs. To us all, Ben. <laughs> drugs are ace. Have a drink of that. Thank <laughs> you. I remember drugs. Anyway. <sighs> so, um, the supermarkets in Cornwall and Scotland will run out of food in a couple of days, and <laughs> hospitals will run out of medicines within two weeks. Why only Cornwall and Scotland? Uh, furthest point of the country, and they land's end on uh, roads. Yeah, so the supplies are quite close to Dover, though, surely. Mm. Yeah. Maybe it's their food demands aren't more than somewhere like London, so that will be diverted to them. Cornwall is the complete opposite side to Dover. It's the bit that sticks out at the bottom. At the mm. yeah, but it's close end. enough, surely. Dover's yeah. over here, isn't it? Well, you'd, you'd feed the population by you'd feed the population yeah. by their density. Cornwall's got sparsely. Populated, you feel mm, major uh, industrial centres first. Anybody you talk like that is bound to die out first. <laughs> <laughs> I like Cornwall. And me, but they don't like that. I don't like Scotland, they can starve. <laughs> <laughs> is that a football rival or just racism? Oh, just a joke, man. It's a joke. <laughs> oh no, not the Scots nutters after me. Uh, and if you starve them, you'll start seeing those adverts on telly where it's like, yeah. for just one pound a day, you could feed. An entire family in Iron Brew <laughs> for just one pound. And there'll be a little ginger kid sitting on a rock. Like, 
looking all sad. Wow, well, no, that's what you want. No, 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 like Scotland, I've got a friend in Scotland in Glasgow, I've been there, it's nice. Oh, one friend. Well, it's more than you, probably. No, I've been there. One of my best friends was arrested in Glasgow, and then I had to stay there a day longer than I expected, after a festival. That was yours, Paul? Oh, drink driving, but all he did was move, all he was trying to do was move the van, like, from one place to another, on site but managed to reverse into somebody else's car. <laughs> and because he sort of drove off, some cunt called the police. Anyway, yeah, it was a mess. Yeah. But anyway, these things happen. It was worse yeah. for him than me. <laughs> Spent the night in a Glaswegian jail. Uh, and apparently it's like American style, where it's one big cell, mm -hmm. and everyone's thrown in there together. Oh, and they're all in a Turkish jail, yeah. Scottish. And he's Asian, mm. and they're a bit, you know... Yeah, racist. racist. And it wasn't long after somebody tried to blow up Glasgow Airport, remember that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that Scottish man hit the man on fire. Yeah. <laughs> We'd literally, had, he got racist comments. Not many, just like Can one or two, it. but that's enough at the People festival that night. Oh, someone drove a car into an airport, didn't they? Yeah. Glasgow. But it didn't really work. No, you set himself on fire. Yeah. Then that man punched him. <laughs> that's so Scottish. It is. <laughs> Welcome to Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> He's You're on fire, but I'm still going to punch you, you cunt. He worked at the Princess Royal, didn't he, in Telford? Did he? He was the a doctor, wasn't he, the man on fire? Yes, he did, briefly, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he worked in Telford, yeah. I remember that. Well, it affects all of us, doesn't it, in different mm. ways. <laughs> Our lovely hometown, Telford. Working 70, 80 hours a week just broke him and turned into Islamic radicalism. Yeah. Well, at least he drove up to Glasgow and didn't do it around here. That's true, because no one would have punched him. Well. Well, maybe. Maybe. Now, Charles would Chaps are breathing packs. Mm, so he might have <laughs> oh, yeah. He might have slashed his tyres or something. Anyway. Yeah. So, so, um, so the source added the RAF would have to be used to transport emergency medicine to the far corners of the UK Fuck and more in the country would also quickly run out of petrol. And if you remember the petrol crisis we had a few oh, years ago. shit. My business, well, I don't own the business, but it would crumble to a fucking... It would just crumble, no diesel. And that my, makes my job completely fucked straight away. I could lose my job if there's a no deal Brexit. Yeah. Yep. Oh. There you well, go. Shit. Your job's doomed anyway. Oh, you. thank you. That's <laughs> true when the internet of things kicks off. Yeah. That's fucking miles away. <laughs> it is two generations. I'll be long retired before the robots are doing the delivering. You paranoia peddlers. <laughs> <laughs> But no deal Brexit's not going to happen though, is it? She's just going to come up with a different deal that everyone is going to like. I <laughs> think we're leaning more towards a, some kind of vote again. At the, it's unlikely, yeah. but I think it's just going to have to come to it. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. We really have to bet a gentleman's bet fifty pence. What, what you put your money on? Well, first of all, I'm going to bet on an extension. An extension is a part. Is a bet. I don't know how much because there's European elections in May. So the EU don't want the English having MEPs if they're still in the process of leaving. Depends. How often are MEP elections? Two years or four? They're in May this yeah. year. Yeah, how often are they? I don't know. I seem to have in quite a few of them. I think they're more regular than ours. Might be two, might be four, I don't know. So would they give us a two-year extension? Maybe, yeah. but apparently extension. they don't want to. That, that's, the, that's what I've heard coming out of Brussels. That they, By May, they want, want us gone. So um, what if they... Um, Give us because they said we can revoke it. They're happy with that. 
So we go, so yeah, have a Brexit, but then could we... Who's going to revoke it? We need to have a second referendum. Yeah. So does that mean that Theresa May will stand up in Parliament and say, a second referendum, and then Murtoff shoots her in the head and says, it's just been revoked. <laughs> no? It was Murtoff. Lethal Weapon 2. Ah. Okay. Diplomatic yeah. immunity. Yeah, alright, I'm with you. I'm with you. Sorry. It's just been revoked. Nice. Yeah, so much as shoot. No, no, I shouldn't say that on the internet. I'm not encouraging assassination attempts on our current serving Prime Minister. Because I'm not that silly. Shoot her. <laughs> ben! Well, I didn't say anything. <laughs> For once, that wasn't me. <laughs> so, what's next? Well, the problem is, get even more fucking depressing. The problem is, we've got a bit of conspiracy linking in now. Woo! Um, Lizards! Not quite. Oh. But you've got basically a, the Leave campaign that was emerged spent a lot more money than it should have. They got a lot of donations from a lot of very powerful businessmen in this country. One of the biggest guys, a guy called Aaron Banks, who gave eight million do, eight million pound donation, possibly more. That's a lot of leaflets. Mm. Uh, him and Farage are quite pally. Yeah. Both being uh, bankers of one of the day back in the day. And they've been seen leaving the Russian embassy on separate occasions. So they're chatting to someone. And Banks has had dinner with the uh, had a massive meeting with the Russian ambassador during the Leave campaign. Who he claims it was just a boozy lunch. Hmm. But still, why are you meeting the fucking Russian ambassador? Why are you donating money to the Leave campaign? Yeah, a bit dodgy. Hmm. We've got a lot of MPs in bed with the Russians. Boris Johnson got paid to have a tennis match with a Russian uh, oligarch. Oligarch. Oligarch, I always say it wrong. <laughs> and you know, even uh, oh, it was yeah, Bojo, wasn't it? And who else? It was a few. Mm. Well, it wouldn't surprise me. Them Russians flew subterfuge. That's the right word, isn't it? I think. But they like to influence economies and not economies, uh, democracies in this sort of way, don't they? Covertly and yeah, you think we don't. Well, yeah, no, but we, we, do it, the Iran. we do it in little shitty countries, no, right? We do, we do it with Russia. We, we basically installed um, Yeltsin, didn't we? Yeah. Well, they're installing fucking... Farage. <laughs> <laughs> King Farage. Mate, he's been on stage with the president. Emperor Farage. He's been on stage. <laughs> that fucking ass clown's been on stage. I know he's an even bigger ass clown, but he's still POTUS. He's been on stage with him. What yeah. sort of world are we living in? I remember when he was pictured in a golden elevator with Trump. Yeah, yes. But they were on a prostitute. But they weren't part of the they weren't part of the elite when they had a golden yeah. elevator. And I think the headline was for the people or something. Something like that. that. Well, <laughs> well I tell you what then, I'm not a detective, but if Donald Trump's got golden elevators <laughs> and a golden like office, golden desk, yeah. golden telephone, then would it surprise you that he probably enjoys golden showers? <laughs> <laughs> With hookers. Yeah. Golden hookers? Well, I wouldn't describe that, what's her name? Stormy. Stormy as, as golden. She's all right. Not that I've... <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan of videos? Oh, she pops up. I've talked about this before. Yeah. Um, she pops up on adverts that are before porn videos, and it's sort of distracting because you think, "Ooh, Donald Trump, <laughs> mushroom dicks." <laughs> <over that." laughs> and you don't want to be thinking that when you're about to try and get off to a horrifically graphic three-minute porno video. So yeah, that's an insight into my world that you didn't need, listener. <laughs> don't. 
pretend like you don't watch it. Do it. Anyway. Well, what's happening in Russia? Well, basically, we've got... Um, the to Putin's government was trying to undermine free societies and was planting fake stories to slow, dis slow so discord in the West. That's what they do, according to Theresa May. According to Theresa May. Russia has been accused of meddling in recent elections in America, France and elsewhere. What about Britain? So to understand uh, the allegations of Russian involvement, we got the internet. Do you think the bots... What did you write? Was just... What do you think about the bots? Do you think there's bots out there, Russian well, bots? There's yeah. down there, there's massive factories of people sitting at computers, you know, doing shit, having yeah. accounts. Well, how many people did that actually bots. reach? How many people did it actually influence? It's coming to those stories, media. isn't it? It's easy to yeah. whip up a storm and get it spreading. And I know, but a few dodgy opinion. memes and that. Uh, it's more power, though, in this day Is and age. I mean, in this day and age, it spreads and that's someone's hold. It's like a bumper sticker. Did you see the memes that they were accused of? They're fucking shit. Yeah, <laughs> Couldn't but convince a fucking... Political subversion. It's like, back in the day, leaflet in a fucking place. Mm. But now it goes... Oh, don't deny it doesn't go on. It goes on from us, it goes on from them. Well, you know, Auntie Doris, yeah, who doesn't got, really, Auntie Doris posted though, didn't she? Uncle yeah. Jeff, he's fucking been well sucked in by the Russian propaganda memes. I watch RT. I know there's Russian propaganda. Yeah, you know that, but your 85-year-old Auntie Doris doesn't. I watch Russian porn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch RT. But the best way to learn about your own society is what your enemies are saying about you, because they're probably telling the truth. The Russians are our friends, man. Point out your weaknesses. Nah, not necessarily, because they, they like to fucking dress it up a bit, don't they? Like, well, yeah, but they... Tell, of that course, you, that's what I mean, you've really got to... Like. But if, you, if you've only got your own... Standard sort of BBC is what you watch. You're gonna get like my dad. Yeah, you're gonna get a narrow view of the world, aren't you? But if you're like watching RT, <laughs> yeah, you're getting the extreme on the other side. Mm. Yeah, and that's where you've got to find your balance. You got to, you got to, you got to look at them both. Brexit. <laughs> These fools. They run around trapped on the island like pig dogs, rat dogs. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they've had much saying. influence personally. Oh. I, don't know, I think it was. A, I think it was definitely bot accounts, whether they were Russian or not. I'm not I was funded by um, Aaron Banks here. Don't you watch the news? They're the fucking bogeymen, Russia. They yeah. control everything. They <laughs> fucking Call control. Of duty. They're controlling POTUS. So what makes you think if they can control POTUS, you think they can't control fucking Boris Johnson and old Farage, the frog-faced fucking devil? Yeah, but they don't control POTUS. That's a problem. But they do. Deep state. He's an agent. <laughs> Agent of change and destruction. Is that why he's put more sanctions on Russia? It's a front. It's a front. This is going to happen. He said he's going to do it and he's not going to. What do you mean? He's done it? Yeah, but it's just, he's probably made concessions either way. <laughs> I love you. I'm not buying it. I yeah, love you. Putin piss on his face. Yeah. He does. I'm not saying he's got something dodgy going on with the Russians, but I don't think that they're controlling like that. They've got the piss tape. No, he's got my They've got the piss tape, exactly. They've got it. Oh, yes, Mike. I'm blowing your mind, don't I? I've heard about the piss tape. I don't know yeah, about but it. they've got it. They they've could release it, it any what? minute. But then you've got the President of the United States getting pissed on by prostitutes. He says he grabs people by the pussy. Yeah, well, that's it. Piss on is a step up, isn't it? It's what if it's is. like a movie and they can over, overtake every screen and every in the country risen. and they just play he's the piss tape? He's everything that's been thrown at him and he's still got there. Yeah, but I think the piss takes a bit where he's like, Oh my God, I love your piss. I love it, love it. It's just, ew. No, I can't see it. 
and his hair's all wet so it goes into a weird shape <laughs> his bald patch <laughs> I love your pets <laughs> oh yeah I, I don't know yeah you're probably right Mike you'd probably just be like so what I pay her to pay on me next <laughs> yeah. fake pee space, space force it's I'm, real I'm back on it yeah exactly <laughs> oh dear Oh, sir. Well, there was that clip earlier. I didn't even think of that either of, of Obama. Maybe he was just doing that as a favour for his mate Cameron. But he said, "Look, look, you'll go to the back of the queue, man. Yeah. If you leave, motherfucker." That's true. He said, "All the other countries, we've got the EU at the front of the queue. Yeah. If you leave that, you got the back. You got... Sorry, bro. And we're like, what about the special relationship with the thing? Like, sorry, man." Yeah. Times change. That's it, innit? Delete my number. But then you've got Japan, you've got China. It's the world's biggest trading block. And we're well, we just start sleeping around to get over America. We'll just start trading around like a right tradey slut to get over him. Well, fuck you then. Watch this. We'll trade with Japan, trade with Canada. We'll trade over here. And then America might get jealous and be like, oh, we miss you. Nobody trades like you. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Oh. Eventually we're going to trade deal. I don't think just mean we'd have to wait, and that could be years. Well, it's, it's I, think we can agree, for him. I think we can agree on one thing. What's that? It's a complete and utter shit show of <laughs> proportions. Well, this is it. It's what Stone Cold Steve Austin would call a clusterfuck. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Shall we see what Jonathan Pye has to say well, on the yeah. matter? I think so, because it's quite a funny video. I just want to say that as the only remain voter in the room. I want I, to. I want to. Uh, it, the second referendum would be nice. It really would. Of course. Ain't gonna happen in my opinion. No. It'd be nice. I'd like it to happen. I think it might. It might. There's a fucking tiny, tiny chance maybe. But I think the people's, at least the MPs voting on it is something. Does she? The problem is she's got this bad deal. Well, yeah, she wanted it where the MPs didn't vote, and she yeah. just had her deal. That was it. What a fucking... So that's a step up. She's fucking megalomaniac, that bitch. That's true. But now, hopefully then, she has to make a drastically different deal that turns out better for us all. And one that everyone agrees on. Maybe. If they give us a bit more time. Because we haven't got long to come up with this better deal. She must be stressed out of the fucking bollocks. Can you imagine me? It can't be fun. No. Well, the problem is... You know, a lot. You know, it's, it's fanatics who shout Power! loudest, isn't it? And the uh, people who are shouting for no deal are shouting loudest. Yeah. And the people who are just like, for fuck's sake, let's just end it, eh? Let's just see the, let's just fucking call it a day, get it for a fucking extension. Let's try and get a better deal. Let's just go for the fucking Norway model. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Or in a second. Too many powerful people have got too much influence in Parliament. The elite. Yep. That's the real problem, isn't it? Fuckers. This is a coup, I think. It's like a coup. Yeah. These posh cunts taking over. These evil, the rich, like I said, the, you know, Tintin villains. Basically, yeah, yeah, it's like a pretend democracy then. Oh, it is, it has been. But it's, it's even more so now, it's been less obvious about it. Yeah, it's basically it's a split between the elites in it. It's the elites that want to stay in Europe and the elites that want to leave. And we're stuck. In the middle. This wasn't an issue. They needed, each side needed to persuade us. Be on their side. For your average Joe public, this wasn't an issue. 
Yeah, we should have just left it alone. Didn't matter. Wait, wait, so they made is that why everyone blames the pig fucker? Yeah, he, it was made an issue. But it wasn't. Mm. But it was made into one by the sun. Yeah. Made, you know, and the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail. Because Cameron won the election with the fucking right wing media. The Suns was it always picked a winner, the Sun, hasn't it, in the elections? Because it's backed them to the hill. What was the name of that hacker group again? Dark Overlords. That's a cool fucking name. <laughs> Come on. Maybe Dark, o- maybe Dark Overlords will save us from this Brexit nightmare. Well, at least all the documents were always bullshit. Second referendum, or we fucking Dax. Mm. I think that's what you call it, where you release everyone's personal data. We'll fuck the whole government over and release their personal data on the internet all in one dump if you do not hold the second recurrent- referendum. Help us, please. I forgot the name already. Dark, Dark Overlords. Overlords. Dark Overlords! Please let me join you. That's what you're trying too hard. I'll make the tea. <laughs> sort your name out. I'll wear a helmet with horns on the side like a Viking. <laughs> Please, Dark Overlords, <laughs> let me join. Alright, well, let's see what John the Pirate has to say. Okay. <laughs> I hope he mentions Dark Overlords. <laughs> He's not going to. Oh. Yeah, I've seen this one. It's brilliant. Nerds! One of the most important days in British constitutional history, but ultimately we are still very much in the dark as to what Brexit will actually mean for Great Britain. Tim, 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 this is what happens when you vote Tory. This is what happens when you vote Tory. The country is on its knees, Tim. All right, show me one person in this country that is happy with the way the country is being run right now. Find me one person. Are you happy with your purchase, Tim? You're happy with your purchase? Real average earnings roughly £500 less than 10 years ago. There is serious talk of having to appoint a minister of food so that our kids don't starve to death. Not bullshit, Tim. Four million children in this country are at risk of malnutrition right now. Since Cameron walked into number 10, homelessness has increased by, what is it? I think it's like 140%. 999 waiting times have doubled. 20,000 less police officers. The NHS is a husk of its former glory a decade ago. Look at what nine years of Tory rule has done. The country's fucked. This government has turned ineptitude into an Olympic sport. The other day, the transport secretary was unable to organise a traffic jam. This government is such a fuck-up, it can't organise a fuck-up. Which brings us neatly back to Brexit. What a fuck-up that they can't organise. The easiest deal in history. Remember that? The easiest deal in history. And there's the rub. This wasn't a fucking deal at all, Theresa. It was a vague outline. That's why no one voted for it. You, you haven't done what you said you'd do. You promised uh, legal assurances about the backstop. You haven't done it. Your, your deal doesn't deal with it. Your deal doesn't deal with much. You, you haven't done your job. And, and neither have either of the three Brexit secretaries that you appointed. When May started, it was Brexit means Brexit. Then it was a hard Brexit. Then a red, white and blue Brexit. At no point did you promise us an up-to-the-elbow Brexit, (laughs) did you? I don't remember that as a manifesto pledge. Uh, Hold the entire country to ransom Brexit. The Tories have torn this country apart, ripped it to shreds. A country divided like never before. Every UK citizen shouting, you're either with me or against me. You either agree with me or you're scum. You read the wrong paper, you're a fascist. You write for the wrong paper, you're definitely a fascist. 
No one trusting or listening to anyone else. Split down the middle, at each other's throats. Every single British citizen is so fucking pissed off right now. It's fucked. Nine years of Tory rule. The nation is on its knees. Oh, and we're leaving the EU in, oh what, a matter of weeks. Happy with your purchase, Tim? Maybe, maybe this was her plan all along, you know, to finally bring the country together. For one tiny moment last night, the country, parliament, politicians on both sides of the aisle, leavers, remainers, they all came together in solidarity, put partisan squabbles aside and spoke in unison. And what they said was this, this deal is fucking shit. <laughs> Well, as you can see, Westminster is teeming with activity once again. Things are about to hot up. Prime Minister's question. Well, <laughs> he's got points, hasn't he? Yeah. He's brilliant, isn't he? Yeah, when you put it like that, you think about it, they've been in power, how long was it, eight years? Yeah. Because I forget about that, how long he's gone, because I live in such a stoned, washed out existence. Nine years, no. Nine years. They've fucked it up quite a bit, haven't they? Yeah. Owners up by 100. That's why I was visibly noticing it. 140% it's increased by. Fuck me. Fuck me. Just think about that. So that means that's like services have been cut, benefits cut, things like that, where people would have had a bit of a safety net before. It's not there. Yeah. So they're much quicker onto the street. It's probably a lot of veterans. Yeah, I imagine so. Fuck me. Yep. Oh, I'd like to think positive in that, but I mean he's supposed to be sort of a comedian, I guess, is his main thing. But that wasn't really a funny one. That was more of a fucking hell. He's just simplifying it, isn't he? Putting it in very yeah. basic terms. It is fucked. I mean, then we're going to just leave the EU and then overnight. I mean, I, my job, my I never thought of that. My job literally could be fucked come March if they don't get some sort of extension or do a deal. If we run out of fuel. Yeah. My my company's the same. Without fuel, can't deliver the stuff. Can't get the stuff in to sell in the first place. Fuck. Can't get it out. What are you doing all day? We're gonna crumble, aren't we? And then where are the benefits coming from? We're gonna have to sign on. Oh, Hopefully, well. get another job. But it's gonna be tough. Well, you take a lower paid job. You're working in the co-op. You're working in McDonald's. Just any any bit of money trying yeah. to any oh. job, any income coming in. And remember that tax has gone up too, because the economy is in such a shit state. They've upped the tax rate on you, or lowered the tax, lowered your uh, taxable free income, your tax-free income down. None of this is making me feel good. I feel stressed. If I yep. wasn't so stoned, I'd be really stressed. Do you want to hear the poem I wrote? Yeah, go for it. Is it <laughs> going to be positive? No, I'm joking. <laughs> it's a bit of a mixture. Do you want to read it, Ben? I haven't seen it, so I'll do my best okay. to import the gravitas that you've no doubt written in and I will miss. <clears throat> so remember when Britain was great, before everything became so fake? Now it's fake this, fake that, fake interviews, fake chat, fake reporters, fake reviews, fake presenters, fake news, fake politicians, fake polls, even fake sausage rolls, <laughs> fake celebrities, fake TV, fake impartiality on the BBC, Fake companies, fake money, fake bees, fake honey, fake tweets, fake mods, fake accounts, fake bots, fake 7-7, fake 9-11, fake hell, fake heaven, fake food, fake drink, society on the brink. Fake weed, fake meth, fake life, 
fake death, fake love, fake hate, fake sex, fake rape, fake nose, fake tits, fake ass, fake lips, fake religion, fake hope, fake Jesus Christ, fake hope, fake science, fake vaccine, maybe it's just Maybelline, <laughs> fake doctors, fake nurses, fake corpses and fake hearses, fake knowledge, fake humour, fake allegations, fake rumour, fake wars, fake terror, yet another unforeseen error. Fake brokers, fake bankers, fuck all those wankers. Fake buildings, fake people, fake leaders, fake sheeple. Fake Brexit, fake remain, fake outrage, fake blame. Fake promises, fake lies, yet we fall for them every fucking time. It's time to stop the fakeness and strive once again for greatness. There you go. Nice, Mike. Well done. Make yeah. Britain great again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I take from that poem is, are you saying that you think 9-11 was a hologram? Mm. And 7-7. Maybe. Some people do. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know what? Um, so that's... 9-11's on a few episodes I actually dread to do because I'm going to have to go and read a lot of fucking comments on 9-11 through the pages. <laughs> I've got quite deep 9-11 vibration, energy weapons, things like that. Thermite. I've even... You've seen I took screenshots on my phone and stills, <laughs> didn't I? And was going yeah. around trying to convince people it was a missile for a while. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, uh, that's a different story for another day. So, uh, yeah, it was a great poem, Mike. Well done. Brilliant. Everything is fake. But we're not fake. We I'm a little bit depressed now. It's even worse. I'm thinking that my job could be at fucking risk. But uh, we would, but we could get a better deal. Or a second referendum. Let's call the whole thing could up. Be a, there could be another vote of no confidence wins. I'll definitely vote this time, I promise. It might be a general election. Right, Labour in, in that case we're going to have to extend it because we they've got very different policies on a deal compared to the Tories. Well... And in fact, if the parliamentary, the, um, the members of the Labour Party cry out overwhelmingly for a second referendum, then Corbyn, by his words, said he'd represent the views of the, uh, the parliament, uh, the, the, the Labour Party members, would arguably have to put it on the table, wouldn't he? So essentially, we've got to just cling on and hope and wait and see what these... The powers that be playing with our lives. We're the puppets, they're the puppet masters, and we've just got to wait for it all to play out and accept our lot in life. Well, um, but another scenario is that May does end up going in a vote of no confidence by her own party, stabbed in the back, mm -hmm. and you end up with a hard Brexiteer in like Bojo, Boris Johnson, or even Rhys Mark. Oh. And they just go, you know what, then? We're out. 29th of March, fuck you and you, you, we're done. And that's the one where we all run out of food. That's the one where we, unless, like you said, they just go, come on in, uh, keep rolling in. But then our stuff's getting back on the other way. Should, so, we try, should we try and end on a positive note? Um, Anybody got anything positive to say, Mike? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, ben? I can't think of anything. I started watching The Punisher season two last night and I really enjoyed it. Oh, that's another thing to put on my list. Excellent. Going well? Yeah. Oh, uh, a little bit slow in places, I must admit, but the violence so far has been really good. Oh, brilliant. I watched a movie that cost £3 that I bought from Asda called Android Cup. Well. It's a cheap knockoff of Robocop, as you might be able to tell from the title. <laughs> Probably one of the worst things, stroke best things I've ever seen. Yeah, so that was fun. 
I will be full disclosure, fell asleep for about 20 minutes in the middle. <laughs> but I woke up for the end action sequence. Oh, air quotes, action sequence. One gripe is that none of the things on the front cover actually happened yeah, in the movie. Wasn't it supposed to be a cross between Terminator and Robocop? It says that on the box. Because there was like hunter killers in the background. Yeah, it also says like Robocop meets Mad Max, which in a way I guess there is mutants in a post-radioactive thing and a Robocop. Yeah. It's called Android Cop. That's, that's not good though, is it? Um, yeah, uh, you know. I'd like to act in one of those movies though. You probably could. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I'll lend it you if you want. No, thanks. It's less than 90 minutes long. Like, you know, oh, it's the right, short and sweet. You know, about 87 minutes. It's fucking good. Uh, well, good, <laughs> in quotes. Yeah. So yeah, that's a positive. Um, maybe the world isn't fucked because we can watch movies still. They can't take movies away, can they? Game of Thrones is back in April. There yeah. you go. Wrestling's on every week. That's the beauty of it, forever. Now, then, forever. As long as certain chemicals get into the country, which means we can create electricity. What? Well, there's certain chemicals used in the production of electricity and power stations. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and um, a lot of them, about sort of, um, something like 60 to 80% of them, are, uh, off the top of my head, are, in, are imported in. So there might not be enough electricity for, for a bit. Oh, well, we've still got well, electricity I, now. I tried yeah. to fucking end on a positive note. Okay, they can never take away the ability to masturbate. They might be able to take away the porn. You can still wank in the dark. Of course you can. You've always got your visual wank bank. So start taking pictures now, dear <laughs> listener, and saving them in the cortex of your brain. So, yeah. I was happy. Do you want to wrap it up then? Oh. We're going to finish a bit of Flanix. Oh but shit, we do. Oh yeah, go yeah, for it, man. Sorry. Merry Christmas, please. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, it's piss over you. Yeah. The last thing I said before the break, though, was piss on me. So you said you'll piss on me, and I was like, yeah, so I just like to clear up. I'm actually into golden showers. I have not pissed on gas, I went to the toilet. Yeah, like a gentleman, because we are three gentlemen in here. Very stoned and drunk gentlemen. Ben's got a pint of gin. <laughs> it's got mixes in it. <laughs> it's all clear it could be a pint of gin. What's it with a pint that's full the top? It's a dimpled pint mug. Why don't you gin? get like a normal cocktail sized glass? Why do you need a pint of cocktail? What up? <laughs> so if the last half hour of the show goes a bit squirrely, dear listener. It's the pint of gin's fault. It's a lot of lemonade in that. Like you could walk into a bar with a straight face and go, can I have a pint glass? <laughs> three fingers of gin and the rest lemonade, please. That's pretty much it is. It is, it is three fingers of gin. <laughs> That's a lot of gin. That's just two fingers of gin. Sorry, two fingers of gin in there. It's seen double now, so that's got to be at least six. <laughs> I can't remember how many We have four cans of co-op lager before. How many fingers? Fuck knows. <laughs> I get four cans of co-op lager. That's about two cans. <laughs> yeah, it's about Look, I two. I used to tip it in a bit and go, yeah, that'll do, and then just pour the lemonade in. But there's a lot of lemonade, it's fine. Okay, very defensive. I was as coherent as I ever am. <laughs> so we won't understand him. Towards the end of the show. <laughs> right, so we usually, quite, usually quite coherent at the start. Yeah, well, fair enough. You start off coherent. Don't we all? Right, so. <laughs> so, name it's... of the game is Full Alex. Yay. Were you trying to get crazy with this scene? Don't you know I'm local?
The idea is that Mike finds us three random weirdos from the internet who he then pits up against the arch saint of lunacy himself, Alex Jones. Winner is who goes most crazy? Yep. Who goes who goes full Alex? Sorry about the noise. Microphone issues. Okay. It's all right to go half Alex, or even a quarter Alex, maybe even three quarters. But you never go full Alex. Ever. Who's up first, Mike? Right up first is Michael Fazio. God, that was Tony Blair. <laughs> Michael Fazio. Oh, that's someone else. All oh, right. <laughs> he says that drinking tap water, the Zionist Sue bastards rat poison, almost killed me. Right. Interesting. <laughs> well, he looks sane. Oh, <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm we have seen him before. Him before we press play. <laughs> if we go back to the US dollar bill, he was. Oh, is that was, him? Yeah. Oh, because the one is like, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in this. I'm trying to say, <laughs> yeah. I want to make move. I want to make a movie out of it. Yeah. And book deal. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't doing it for any other reason because I want to make money. I'm gonna describe how he looks now. He's in a workshop. He is wearing trousers and a belt. No shirt whatsoever. A big naked belly. Uh, and a headband, and he has, I think, does he got long hair? Yeah, tied up a link. And he's overweight, I would say. Very big belly hanging over the trousers. I don't know why he's topless. Mid-50s, would you say? Yeah, yeah. he's old yeah. and topless. I don't know why. <laughs> is it that hot in that workshop? <laughs> is, it, what, is it like a conspiracy workshop? <laughs> it looks like he is trying to build some fucking weird time travel shit in there, doesn't he's, it? He's only a few bits of fucking like, red string away from... None of those things, if you actually look at it, are real tools. They're like just weird things. Like that. I think they're like, torture implements. I think he's on a fucking <laughs> toy box killer. None of those are recognisable tools. They're just weird objects. <laughs> wow. This guy is a freak. I bet those are nipple clamps there, aren't they? Yeah. Anyway, definitely. let's hear what the mad cunts Some of his videos have got nearly a million views. Fuck me. Ugh. Why can't we get that? Do we need to ramp up our level of crazy? We need to take our tops off. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently. It's probably going to work. <laughs> Alright, let's hear the mad fucker. He's like a low budget Rambo. <laughs> Isn't he? An overweight low budget. <laughs> Poundland Rambo. Imagine yeah. <laughs> you're a kid <laughs> and your nan thinks you're like a Rambo toy. Yeah, it's just Poundland. Fat guy. Fat guy in a bandana. <laughs> <laughs> and a top <laughs> Instead of a gun, he's got some weird nipple clamp things. God, it's all a different language. You can't quite make it what it is, but it definitely looks a little bit like nipple clamps. <laughs> oh man, uh, I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is after look this guy up, Michael Fazio. Okay, check him out, listener. How long is he on for? I can't wow. take too much of this fucking. No, I won't be the whole <laughs> Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, and children of the planet Earth, my name is Michael Fazio, and drinking tap water out of the Florida Keys almost killed me. And for those of you who know me, know all the crazy shit that I did since I was a kid walking steel working on tugboats in the middle of the North Atlantic, owning my own crane and barge company, operating heavy equipment, drinking till you couldn't stand up anymore, and then, of course, trying to get home from wherever you are, even if you had a little help from your friends, and with all the fucking crazy things I did, drinking tap water was the thing that almost killed me. Of course, I am quite certain that these Zionist Jew bastards put fluoride into the tap water to kill 
everybody on a large scale want me dead now, just like John. <laughs> anyway, that's another story. <laughs> anyway, the fucking drinking fucking tap water killed me. But these Zionist Jew bastards, here's what they're giving the American people right here. This is a Zionist Jew bastard, fuck you proper. Whoa. By wanting to kill the people of this world to diminish the population. However, if you were talking about the news blackout from Japan, you'd be getting the Fukushima, fuck you proper. They stick the fucking butt end in first. They take it. They take that little square end and they go like that. As opposed to the Zionist Jews, where they get this end here and they slip it in, they twist it around, they open it up, and then they shove it in all the way. And then after That's a they... lot of detail. Yeah, I've no idea what the fuck you were <laughs> He's saying that they're poisoning the Zionist Jew bastards. They're poisoning the water. He never said how he. I, 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 sorry, I, I can't just listen. I can't listen to him for long enough. He's just. Oh, fuck he's either, he's either very mentally ill, drunk, or just decided. Oh, he's very oh. bored. He's a very bored, unemployed 50 year old man who's thought, <laughs> you know what? Alex Jones is making a fuckload of money, just pretending to be insane. I'm going to pretend to be insane too, and I'm going to fucking make some money out of it. I don't think he's pretending. Plus, no, he's got, he's got a million people that watch his videos. Yeah, and he used to go. build ships in the North Atlantic or something like that. Yeah, I don't think he did. But he, said <laughs> he worked on tugboats in the North Atlantic. Oh, yeah. And, and he went to the bar and got home and got drunk and got carried home by his friends. I'd he was bet, crazy. I bet he tugs his boat in that fucking workshop all day long. Especially with the clamps on. Why has he got no top on to tell us this story? Exactly. Fucking weirdo. So, yeah, he's in the lead. <laughs> Well, he's the only one, yeah, I really Definitely. Do you think he didn't get his book deal? Or his film deal? Nobody's buying anything off him, man. <laughs> <laughs> he turns up for the sales pitch for his movie with no shirts and that headband on. And most junior producers are Jewish. He's just going over the floor in the water. <laughs> I hope that was his casting pitch for the fucking movie. It's that a like. fucking story about the fucking Zionist Jew bastards <laughs> fucking gun fuck. Yeah, well, thank you very much. Yeah, um, we're not going to give you any money. Yeah, and we've called the police. We yeah, we don't like your story. Please put some fucking clothes on, will you? Well, I'm afraid this is the, the kind of show that tracks. He's kind of weird. Yeah. Though, A million fucking hits. Why can't we get that? Come yeah. on, guys. Okay, who's next? Donald Trump. Oh, fuck. Hilariously <sighs> claims expertise in nearly everything. Oh. It's a bit of a compilation clip from Trump. Excellent. Nobody knows this stuff better than me. Nobody knows more about taxes than I do, and income than I do. Nobody knows more about construction than I do. Nobody knows more about campaign finance than I do. I know more about drones than anybody. Nobody knows much more about technology, this type of technology, certainly, than I do. Nobody knows more about technology than me. Nobody in the history of this country has ever known so much about infrastructure development. I know the H1B, I know the H2B, nobody knows it better than me. I know more about ISIS that right? than the generals do, but we <laughs> I understand things, I comprehend very well, okay? Better than, I think, almost anything. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew the other side of the picture better than me? I knew it. Nobody knows more about environmental impact statements than me. I understand the power of Facebook maybe better than almost anybody. 
I know more about renewables than any human being on earth. Nobody knows more about poles than me. I know more about ports than any human being on earth. I know more about steel workers than anybody that's ever run for office. I know more about golf than Obama knows. Nobody knows more about banks than I do. Nobody knows more about trade than me. Well, obviously, he doesn't know about nuclear weapons. I know more about nuclear weapons than he'll ever know. I understand the tax laws better than almost anyone. Who knows more about lawsuits than I do? I know more about offense and defense than they will ever understand. Nobody even understands it but me. It's called devaluation. I understand money better than anybody. I understand the system better than anybody. Nobody knows more about debt than I do. Nobody knows the game better than me. I know more about contributions than anybody. Who knows more about the word apprentice than Donald Trump? I understand politicians better than anybody. Nobody knows politicians better than me. Who knows the other side better than me? Who knows the other side better than me? I think I know more about the other side than almost anybody. And I understand the other side. Perhaps I understand it better than anybody else. I was the fair-haired boy. Nobody knows more about it than me. I know more than these politicians. These guys don't know anything. I know a lot. I know more than I'm ever going to tell you. So Donald Trump knows a lot. I think, <laughs> I think he knows more than any other human being alive. That's a very large, disparate like, number of subjects. He's a smart guy. Apparently so. He comprehends very well. Yeah, he's like a fucking child at school. He's like, my dad's got 12 cars and a Ferrari. You know, I'm better at that. I can do that. Mm -hmm. I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. Ugh, it's, it's painful, isn't it? Shows you how much shit they repeat on the campaign trailer, doesn't it? Just blah, 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 blah. Over and well, over you could again. probably get the same speech yeah, because of towns guy. Nobody else does this. He's a fucking narcissist. Nobody ever... Lex Luger. <laughs> I'd see Lex Luger hip-toss Donald Trump on the deck of the USS Donald Trump. Oh, <laughs> at some point, because there will be a USS Donald Trump. I would pay to see that. Oh, well. What's Wait, is Alex he dead then? Who, Lex Luger? Yeah. No, not yet. Yeah. Just very skinny. I think he's got a disease. Yeah. Did take a lot of steroids. Allegedly. No, it's not alleged. He did. Anyway, he was an American hero. Very true. For a while. But... Prince Eli Miss Elizabeth died in his apartment. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I'm actually, I wasn't happy about that. Nah. But he might have already been dead. I'm not sure. Yeah. Blood on your hands, Lex. Blood on your hands. Allegedly. Allegedly. So, anyway, so uh, what are your yeah. next, Mike? The first lady of wrestling, Lex. Sorry. What's uh, Alex saying? He's crazy, not me. Yeah, Alex <laughs> Jones <laughs> says, I've never found one liberal who doesn't love Satan. Okay. <laughs> Okay. And they're so delusional, they think they're going to create Lucifer. They're atheists that don't believe in God and the devil, but they go ahead and say, I worship Lucifer, like the head of the liberal movement. Solomonsky dedicated his book to Lucifer. But they believe they're building Lucifer. Because humans can envision and build whatever they imagine. Well, enough time and energy. And they've got seven and a half billion of us wired into their system, manipulating us, our labor, our energy, to get all our technology, all of our brain trust, and scale it to build some beast computer they're going to merge with and fly off. <laughs> Overall, that's the greatest threat, that these people running the world hate humanity, say we're ugly, we're all mentally ill, we have no free will, there is no God, and then behind the scenes, few of them are atheists like Kurzweil, but behind the scenes... I've never found one of them.
that doesn't say, I love the devil. <laughs> I'm going to live forever and I'm going to have unlimited power. You'll never help the general public. They're a bunch of dumb scum, Joe. Join us and get the power. You want the power, don't you? <laughs> well, Alex storms yeah. into the lead, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree wow. with that. Wow. I mean, he's a master at this. He is, isn't he? It's a performance, isn't it? It's, it's beautiful, in a way. Yeah, but that was some deep sci-fi shit as well, though, man. <laughs> Harvesting our brain power to build a super fucking computer to control the universe, like, or some shit. Fucking and they all have Satan. He should write fucking comic books, man, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, people should base comic books on the shit he says. Fuck me. Yeah, Alex wins it for me. I mean, well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, drinking tap water guy. He's just... I think he's just doing it for the attention. I think he's got a screw loose. That's why he's got his shirt off. He believes his shit. Yeah, well, he's mentally ill as well, then. <laughs> Alex is a performer. He knows what to say to get this shit up. He just... Well, he killed it. Yeah. Alex gets it for yeah. me, what you say, Mike? Well, I took the casting vote, so as you two, Alex likes wins, but well, I would have gone Alex, yeah. Fair play. Right, Ben? Clean sweep. Clean sweep for Alex. Retains the crown this week. Yep. Good so, um... That's been the emergency broadcast, and remember what we have described is the worst case scenario, but it does increasingly look like that could be the case as we record. Oh well. So, you know, like it, hate it, I don't care. Whichever side of the fence you're on, we're probably going to leave it some, in some way. If you did vote leave, then you've done well to make it to the end of this podcast, I'd imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, well. I don't know, I haven't insulted anyone yet. I called a lot of people cunts. But yeah, let's wrap it up, man. So yeah, um, I'm say that I've been Ben, and don't drink the flavour aid, and don't join a cult. Unless it's fine. Yeah. I've been Gaz, free Biff Tannen, and buy my comic book, it's called Space Force Intergalactic Fascist, it's on Amazon, bye. I've been Mike, thanks for listening, peace out, may the force be with you. Woo, Brexit! <laughs> you may have to join Gaz's cult. <laughs> After Brexit. Yay! <laughs> Let's do it. If you've got a compound in agriculture, you may have to. <laughs>